2: To the spoken spoken. This is the Spoken Podcast. I'm your host, Lance Twidwell here inside the Casey Beardco studios with my guys, Eddie Ortiz, yo, 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 Trevor Twidwell. What's going on, everybody? And we have ourselves the man. He's back and he's rolling his eyes at me right now because he's (laughs) trying to stay humble, but he knows it's the truth. Our guy, the best, the best hair in the business, (laughs) and the beard. He's getting the beard in, too, by the way. Uh. My March birthday companion. Kent freaking Swanson, let's give it up for Kent Swanson. Why are you guys now, clapping? Now. What is this? Oh,
1: oh. What is
2: this, guys? I'm blushing
1: over here. Why are you clapping for me? Let's all what stand is up. this? Let's all stand up. The pride,
2: the pride of Arrowhead Pride. He is here in studio with us. We've been we've been uh, hyping it up all week. We're glad to have him back the second time he's been on the show um last time was an absolute blast obviously yeah. uh we had a great time and he just told us before we started recording that he has an l prepared oh yeah to give out i'm ready I'm stoked and hopefully you and i don't have the same one again this week or it, if we do it's football related oh well there we go so, <laughs> so we might have the same one right just saying.
3: Great. Ah shit. it it so, might just matter who goes first
2: this yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> i'll be i'll be the you know the 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 nice one oh, okay first, just like last time okay but. But, uh, guys, we're really excited to do this show. we got a lot to talk about. We're going to get right to it. But before we do that, I want to thank all of our supporters, all of our listeners, our sponsors. You guys have been amazing. Uh, the reactions we've been getting over the last few months have been awesome. Um, thank you for everybody. Like I said, it's, it's just been an absolute blast we're going to continue to do this because we are getting into the meat of the best part of the of the sports year. Football's coming up. Bass NBA is going to be coming back up. We love talking that. Uh, it, it, this is my favorite time of year, guys. The fall starts to come around. You know we're gonna be you know talking more Chiefs here and there. It's just gonna be a blast, guys. So let's get right to it. Um, the Bengals and Chiefs just got done playing this last week. Um, I will be honest; I, I hate preseason. Can't you know this? We've <laughs> talked about this many times, Trevor, Eddie. You guys know that. Um, but there's obviously there's validity to <clears throat> at least two games of the preseason. Um, something that I saw in the first preseason game against the Bengals, and let's be real, it is the Bengals who's probably they're probably gonna win three or four games this year despite that we saw some young studs on this team primarily on the offensive side yep. and I'm talking about two guys individual in particular McCall Hardman and Darwin Thompson those guys absolutely showed us what they can and I believe will be and I and I, I don't want to hype these guys up because again let's preface it it's preseason it gets a bad team I'm not expecting That's the best them to be part of it though I agree, I agree. The, I agree. Mean, the best
1: typical offensive
2: player. I'm trying to keep my excitement down a little bit right. though, because these guys, even if they do end up becoming studs, I do think it's going to take some time because the guys in front of them. You have Tyreek, you have Travis yeah. Kelsey, you have Sammy Watkins, and you have Damien Williams. They're going to they're going to take the bulk of what we would like to be considered the the contribution towards Patrick Mahomes and the rest of the offense. But I can't I can't ignore it. It was so exciting. I mean, I, you know me, I, I don't like preseason, but I'm watching this and I'm like, so fast. I'm actually excited right now with well, the McCall so Herman jet sweep. Yeah. He makes fast guys look not so fast. Not so fast. Like... That was um like, to see that from a guy who's never played an NFL game yet to be able to cut the angle from the, the safety to, to to basically make him look useless. Go ahead, Ken, he got you gotta you gotta
3: feel really quick and really you know it was a beautiful play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're you're absolutely right. The suddenness that he possesses, there's not very many guys in the National there's Football a lot of League. Fast guys, not quick guys. Right, but it's 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 the burst, it's the yeah. burst, and then the long speed to get up field and like the angle he took to get up field. I really did like that play. I've been talking about this. You talk about the jet sweep. We've been talking about this a lot lately on our show. The fact that Tyreek Hill's back is probably the best thing that could possibly happen to Michael Hardman. Absolutely. He's not a guy that is, you know, he's not all the way there as a route runner yet, but it may not matter. Like, he's insanely fast. He's able to run some of the vertical stuff in the route tree. And being able to have the attention brought on Tyreek Hill is going to allow for Meikle Hardman to just thrive in a, I, I think he's still a limited role, the jet suite stuff. Some of those kind of plays and some of the vertical stuff, I think that's where he's going to make his bread and butter this year. Some of these explosive plays, but the fact that Tyreek's back is probably the best thing that could happen to him. All the pressure, let him develop, let him do the things he's good at, and have some success early as he's kind of figuring the rest of this. Yeah, because
2: even if even when McColl becomes more of a, a pivotal portion to this offense. I don't think he's going to be a number one guy for many years. Probably not. If yeah. ever. Because of the fact that Tyreek, I believe, is going to be here long term. Yeah.
1: He could be the same. Sammy Watkins, right.
2: And, and, and we don't even know what's going to happen with Sammy Watkins. I mean, obviously, he's not going to play with the contract he has next year. I think he has $21 million that he's owed next yeah. season. That's not going to happen. Right. But if Sammy's like, you know what? I want to stay in Kansas City. Let's season. figure out a way maybe yeah. to extend this contract and, you know, soften the blow on the cap right. right. I can see that happening because he's only 26 years old right. himself. Travis Kelsey, 30 years old this season. I don't see him slowing down anytime soon, even with his age. He's only had one injury in his career. It was a twenty thirteen with a, I think it was an ankle or knee, and he didn't play all that year. When he said he's
1: finally one hundred percent. You know, he's been right. dealing with ankle issues for a couple of years now. Right,
2: exactly. But my, my point is that Travis Kelsey's never shown signs that he's aging. Oh, is yeah. what I'm saying. He looks like he's getting kind of better, actually, right. and and that's the point is that I think McColl. You got you just nailed it on the head. I think Kent, that he, there is no pressure on him right now. No. He has no expectations. When he got drafted, we were doing the show while <laughs> we were getting while he while the draft happened. We traded up and got him. Right. That was something I was like, well, this and I texted you even. I was like, dude, that's nail in the coffin. I, I was like, Tyreek's done. Yeah, no, same and, thing. and then yeah. we start speculating on what McCole Hardman can be day one. Now we're just sitting here going, Hey, jet sweeps. Hey, you know, gimmicky plays, and there's you know, these little exciting plays that he can be a part of special right. teams. Much of yeah. That. Darwin Thompson. Now, now yeah. I want to talk yeah. about him too, real quick, Kent. I want to get your thoughts on him. I want to get your your over your overview of the game. What, what did you take away? I'm assuming those are the two guys you saw that you really enjoyed yeah. watching as well. But if there's anybody else, please add to it. No, what is your say. takeaway from the game in particular with those two guys? Well,
3: we talked a little about Miko. obviously. I think, you know, you just let him develop. But the, the speed trade is translating, and that's a good thing for this team. The Legion of Zoom is real. Mm-hmm. Um, with Darwin, one of the things that we were really, when we were evaluating him, actually was the primary grader when we were doing our draft stuff on on Darwin one of the things we wanted to see is is that contact balance when you're getting hit, yeah. how's your ability to, to, to stay up? Uh, how are you, you know, absorbing that contact? Is it real? Is, you know, when you're in the Mountain West and you're playing in more space, is it the same kind of, you know, is it the same kind of... The contact balance for Darwin translated, and that's huge for him. And the pass protection as well. Well, well we got... Well, I'll, I, yeah. I got some pass protection <laughs> takes. I got some pa- pass pro takes, Trevor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... I think, I think importantly, like the, one of the traits that you really liked about Darwin Thompson coming out of the draft is there. And that's a very important thing because I think there was we were a little concerned to see, does this actually apply when you're playing against better talent in a phone booth where you're playing in tighter spaces? The past pro Trevor, right. it was dope. Speak on it. The cut was dope.
1: Yeah.
3: You're not going to like me now. <laughs> no, no, no.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's where it ends. I'm not
3: sure how I feel about it either. <laughs> so. He's got – it's going to be hard for He's a little guy, the Chiefs to trust Darwin Thompson consistently in pass <laughs> protection. I know the cut no, was I'm dope. You. I'm with you. It was so dope. Yeah, believe me, I really enjoyed watching it. depleted that guy. Yeah, but like, how often is that going to happen? Right. You you can't you can't sustain success as a pass protector if all you can do is cut exactly. And that dude gets eaten alive. You were out in training I know you guys were out. In oh training. yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, it's not gonna. It's gonna be a struggle for that to translate consistently. But he's still got value on this team. I think that's what kind of well, limits we all know his he's ceiling. Working at it too. That's, yeah. That's the main thing. But you, at some point, like, I right. mean, you're 5'8", 195. You, you really got a great little center of gravity, but your ability to just sit <laughs> yeah, there and anchor yeah, against some of dance these dudes. <laughs> it's, it's, out there the yeah, I mean, like, you know, yeah, but get a, one sneak him out in space, throw a little dump pass when pressure comes, right. and let him he work out there be, off the he might not. Boundary. I
1: mean, we've seen, like, guys like Chuck West go out there and be right. decent pro yeah. guys, too. He's a, little, he's a little bigger, though. He's a little bit bigger. He's They're both stout. But, I mean, they're both stout guys. We can see... You know if Thompson has that ability if he's working at it, see if he can get better. But well, yeah, he's definitely a small package guy. To, to
2: get to the like to, to get to the overview of the game, like is, is there anything else you saw from the team as a whole that you really liked, or is there any concerns that you may have seen? Yeah. Can, 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 I got a concern. Please, yeah. please lay those out because Ken, this is something that I think that Chiefs fans need to understand because as excited as all of us should be, mm-hmm. We do need to be realistic and understand this team does have significant flaws at cornerback and other positions. Yeah. Let's get to it. Kent, what do you got, man?
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna preface it with this. I was I said this on our show this week too. It's like, I think we all want the Chiefs to win a Super Bowl. And I think that should be any fan that is observing this team that is paying attention to this team, you should want them to win a win a Super Bowl. That does not mean for me personally that we just need to be optimistic about every single thing with this team. There's a lot of people out there that just that everything is perfect. Like this team is perfect. Charverius Ward is a cornerback one and one of the best cornerbacks in football or is going to take a big step in his, you know. Guys, the biggest concern and the biggest thing keeping this team from making a Super Bowl is the cornerback position. Absolutely. And they just went and grabbed Mo Claiborne right. specifically because they are having issues at the cornerback position. They don't trust what they see. Charverius Ward, I'm, I, he still has value for this football team. It may not be as this starting cornerback that everybody expects. He did not look good. And I have concerns about his ability to fit in Steve Spagnola's scheme. Right. I think that's one of the biggest questions for me. I think really the biggest concern I have with this team in general is the cornerback position. Yeah.
1: Rashad Breland was the only one I thought played
3: decent. He, he almost got he looked a, one
1: play that he He made, got up, toast. Hey, that so was he made up because he was through a whole throw. throw. Yeah,
3: Rashad Breland actually, if you listen to the post game or the press conferences this week from the coaching staff, yeah. he was yeah. bailing out Armani Watts. So yes. that was a coverage bust. It actually was a oh, good okay. play. But so yeah. the only guy that the only guy that I felt really great about was Bashad yeah. I really like what the he one did. Me off the They've too. got issues in there. They need to see what happens with this next these, these next few weeks, preseason sucks. Yeah. But we need to see what Charvarius Ward can do specifically, what Kendall Fuller can do well, specifically. The, that,
2: I'm glad you brought him up just now. What what the hell is going on with Kendall Fuller? When we got him in 2017, yeah. I was told Number one PFF graded co- slot corner. Like I was expecting at least to be decent. Right. I, I haven't seen it, man. I haven't seen. I haven't seen him be at least close to what we thought he was going to be. The guy, Do you agree, Ken? Yeah. No,
3: the guy we saw in 2017 when you're watching Washington tape, which is the only time I'm trying to watch Washington <laughs> right? tape. That was yeah. a good defense. That <laughs> was yeah, a good defense, together. though. Yeah, but like Fuller looked like a completely different dude yeah. than what you see now. You, you saw a guy that was. You know, really smart was was reading these route concepts and breaking on routes before receivers. Where he was making plays he was on the facing ball, good wide receivers. And he was facing good wide receivers. He knew what was going on. That he had feeling, working yeah. hard, real good football character. Last year, Bob Sutton, a lot more man coverage. He's not getting to use his instincts and his ability to read the play as much because he's playing tight with a receiver. You know, he's not reading concepts or right. quarterback. He's reading this. You know, the receiver and man coverage. So like. He didn't really, you know, he didn't get to stay, take a step. He was not in a good position. If he was getting challenged down the field, he was toast. Right. I, I'm a little bit encouraged by what I saw in the game compared to what I saw in camp, but it's not the same dude we saw in 2017. I don't think showing anything defensively either, right? Yeah,
1: it's no, we're I not see any stunts, any twists, nothing. No, we're that was all vanilla. Stuff.
3: I, they, yeah, it was very basic. I don't really know how much pressure they're actually we're bringing.
1: See a big difference out there and play the real big
3: boy game you yeah know, but we amazing. i want to see more from fuller and I, I i i i'm still i'm not giving up on fuller yet i'm a little i'm more nervous about ward right now than i am fuller because i did see some signs of life compared to what i saw in camp right but what he was in camp was right.
2: <laughs> well, not good since since the cornerback position is terrible let's just call it what it is it's yeah, ter- it's, it might be the yeah. worst how many how many teams how many teams would you take over the chiefs at cornerback at quarterback, like twenty yeah. nine. At least.
3: I w- we were doing the math, like there's not very many teams like maybe the Jets. I mean like there's just not many. I can't maybe name Raiders, you a Raiders I can't spot. I
2: can't name you a Raiders quarterback cornerback, but I almost uh, wanna uh, bet that they have better cornerbacks.
3: Uh, I, J- I I don't know, J- Gary Conley's over there. Nice. I think there's like a couple dudes, like I there's at least something to hope on in that group. Right, that's my point. The fight that's thing. the f- fucking raiders Damn. man we're talking <laughs> that's about. Right. You know, they're, they're terrible here's the funny thing about the quarterback position too not to scare you too much i'm already in so if charverius ahead. ward let's say mo claiborne replaces Charvarius ward in the starting lineup in yeah. week five your entire starting quarterback group and your nickel are free agents in 2020 yeah.
2: <laughs> Shit. so well, th- th- that's my question you can't yeah I I, I have I have a very hard time believing just because of the potential the Chiefs have of being Super Bowl contenders and knowing who Brett Veach is and how aggressive he is, you you're, you're with me when I say that there is no way in hell they sit back at the cornerback position and the trade deadline before the trade deadline, right? You know hey, I they, have to go and get somebody. right? I could
3: see it just depends on how this week, how this you know this first eight week goes. Okay, like you know, like let's see. You know, it, I I think they'll play it out all the way up to. They might make another minor move. I would love to see them do because even if Starverius Ward doesn't fit this scheme. Trading Parker Andrew for him, he's yeah. he's a fifty-three man roster player. He's a good special teamer. He's a good cornerback four-five. He's just not a cornerback too. So like, go make the move similar to what you did for Traverius Ward to build a little depth for a guy that fits what Spags likes. Okay, shows, you know, this shows
1: me the front office and the coaches. Faith in spags yeah because the, we knew going into this offseason that that was our weakest spot on the, the entire team yeah and we didn't do anything about really right, right. it, and you know, so that just shows me the faith they have in spags and i think they believe in what he's going to do scheme wise yeah as far as getting to the quarterback and, and making it easier for them this year but as far as talent and as far as that's what players, i'm saying so there's we, a gaping hole than last year so that, they,
2: that's my problem there's no number one corner what, on this team right, right. but and, and how, not even close how there's just the problem for the chiefs
3: is and I've I've been looking at this because like I think they probably should have just drafted a cornerback in 2018 instead of over Bre- over Breland four, Speaks. Oh yeah, in yeah,
1: 2018. Yeah, yeah.
3: Because you look at this year's free agency class and it is cheeks, like it's awful. The yeah. the free agent class for 2019 at corner was not good. The cornerbacks that they liked went before they were going to draft, and so like they just kind of got stuck behind the eight ball at corner. I could see them maybe trying to make a move at the deadline if everything's just going abysmally. Yeah. Maybe they feel like they have so, enough after they I see so. what you know what these guys look at after eight weeks. Who knows? If Mo Claiborne gets into the mix, if Charvarius yeah. Ward feels that pressure and utilizes that pressure and gets better, you know who knows. Yeah. But I I could see them making a move very easily well, at cornerback.
2: I've been saying this for weeks. I've actually been saying it for months. I don't think the Patrick Peterson theory is done. I don't think it's done. He will be suspended. I think till week seven or eight. Six, six, week six, seven six, is his six, first game back. Okay. So that's obviously before the trade deadline. Yeah, absolutely. And the Chiefs, from what I've what I've heard, he they they before. were very in, they were inquiring about yeah. him. The value is going to go down now because a suspension has been there now, and has to do with PEDs. So they're not going to be able to get as much value out of him. Yeah, I think they have what a year left on his deal after this season. Yes. So there is like the Chiefs would have to give up valuable commodities. I don't think it would have been as much as before the suspension. If that makes lot, sense. I
1: think a lot of it has to do with how the Cardinals are doing.
2: As Which they're sure. going to be terrible, if in they're, my they're, opinion. If I you ask me right now, they, they look saw, awful. You
1: know. You know, three and two, or you know, they're rolling pretty good, and that offense is you know promising to be a, maybe a playoff team. I don't yeah. think they'll trade them, but if they're absolute, I don't dumps, think that's going to be the
2: case. But if it is, okay, saying, then it's it different. The, the, what my point is that I think the Chiefs realize that they have a serious problem on their hands. They can't ignore Brett Beach. They do. If if, if we still had John Dorsey or a Carl Peterson type, I'm like shit. This is this is what we got. Well, I don't think these guys are making trades. Said
1: that's the that's what that's what keeps us from the Super Bowl again. That's my that's point. Gonna, they,
2: the yeah. Chiefs realize what they have to do differently, and they got rid of Bob Sutton finally. Right. They've been cutting ties. They're finally doing things that are very unchief-like. So why trying, stop yeah. now? Is what I'm basically saying. Right. Make the moves necessary to get your team in the best position. Don't put. The pressure on Patrick Mahomes to have to go out there and drop fifty touchdowns again be out of necessity. Right. If he wants to do it just because he's that damn good, cool. <laughs> but don't make him do it out of cause I said this. I said every single touchdown, if you look at the season, every single touchdown Patrick threw last year was necessary. Yes. Even against the Bengals. I get I get they beat the shit out of them. It was at forty five to ten. Yeah. The Bengals were four and one, I think, in that before that game. They right. were they were touted. Everyone's talking about them being a playoff team. They were like in the power rankings top Good five. Offense. They went in there and beat the shit out of them. That was a statement game. Yeah. So that was necessary. Touchdowns he threw. I think three or four in that game. Every single touchdown was necessary. That doesn't need to be the case this season. So if the Chiefs have an opportunity midseason to go and add a guy like a Patrick Peterson or Xavier Rhodes or Josh Norman, if he you know comes available, whatever the case is, you have to go and get guys. I'm not saying they have to chase names, but you got to chase talent. Right. You got to go get a guy that can come in immediately, a veteran-style guy that can understand the system enough to walk in and make at least an impact. I'm not saying become Deion Sanders. Yeah. I don't expect that. What I do expect is something better than the shit we got right now, and I'm just being yeah. honest with you. Mo Claiborne, fine. We talked about this last week. That can work out. It could be a fine addition. I'm right. not saying it. I don't think it's negative at all. I think right. I think we're better now than it's we were negative. without him. Right. But it's not a move that puts you at a trajectory that you're like, oh fuck, dude, we don't need to go get another corner. Right. And that's my point. I
3: think the, I think the fear should be: Do the Chiefs feel that way though? Do the Chiefs feel like Mo Claiborne is enough? Right. And and you know who knows? Like yeah. just because. We feel one way about it. They might look at Mo Clayboard and look at that group and say, you know what, we can roll with this. One of the things we've been talking about on our show is like, does, like, what moves move the needle? Or at, at what position? Or what moves at the cornerback position will move the needle a little bit more? Just a little bit more. I think Mo Claiborne moved the needle for the cornerback position. Yeah. A guy like Josh Norman would move the needle, oh, yeah. even though he's I older. Cut, so yeah, I he's mean, He's thirty now, right? 30, 31. Yeah, he's like 30, 31. But so, like, that's a guy that would move the needle yeah, a little bit. So well, he would fit perfectly. And he he's would, a great fit. He brings fit. some nasty to he's the defense pretty pretty too. Experience yeah. and just depth too. Like one of the things like people don't realize. That First four weeks of the season, if Bashad Breeland goes down, it's Kendall Fuller, it's Charverius Ward...
2: It's it might be Herb Miller. It's Kent Swanson. Trevor. Like I mean, Kent like, Swanson suit. We're, like, we're lighting up at right corner. There. Like they're we're, we're going asking, in
3: for tryouts.
2: <laughs> they're asking Garrett Dieter, hey, can you play yeah, you can't like, play wide receiver? It's <laughs> so it is so thin behind <laughs> there.
3: I mean, so like bad, right? maybe maybe they throw Mark Fields into the fire if oh, he makes yeah. the team. Something like that. But like that's that's the fear. Yeah. That's the fear. And so depth is gonna get challenged at yeah. some point this season. You need depth. And you need more talent in right. that position. And you can't
2: general. we can't sit here and pretend like, you know, every position on the team is gonna be filled to the max where right. you're getting talent, talent, talent. No, that's not the NFL, that's not realistic. In the NBA, you can do that. You There's can go and fill a roster full shell. of stars. You right. can do that in the NBA. You can't do that in the NFL. I think the Chiefs are about as close as it gets. I think
1: they did great revamping. Our yes, the, the retooling
2: on the defensive side Super is. I, I do think this defense is going to be better, just simply off of defensive coordinator. Oh, they will. There will be. I think they'll be much better. They definitely will. And yeah.
3: this team can win 14 games as constructed in the regular as season. As constructed, the problem is is not if they can win, if they can go 14 two in the regular season. It's if in that AFC Championship game. In the in the in the Super Bowl, is a is a premium wide receiver going to eat you up and expose you in the in the mat in the moments when it matters Even when the you most? Know it's coming. That's what you're playing for. This team's going to win a lot of football games. Yeah. Depending if if Demontre Wade gets run, they're still going to win football games. Right. But they've got to have a guy. They've got to have talent at that position for when the games matter the most. And that's really what it all comes down to. This is the first time in my lifetime that I'm. I'm a cheese fan. Just looking forward to January. Yeah, you, you know, great, man. You I mean, both. like it's this is this is different territory. Nope. Our expectations should be changing. We're not
2: talking about regular
3: season anymore, right? We're, no, we're we don't care about that. Yeah,
2: we're demanding AFC Championship, Super Bowl appearances. Yeah. That's what. Right. This is the first time in my life I've been able to say that with with a straight Absolutely. face. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Without a few beers in me, <laughs> we're doing that anyway. But yeah, real, saying. real quick before we get out of the segment and go, uh, take a break, um, Kent, I want to get your thoughts on the Steelers matchup. Uh, not so much about what you think is going to happen in the game as far as a end result. What are some of the things you're looking for in this game? game? What, yeah, what are you expecting in this one? I don't really know. Big you're, one, yeah, just huge. Yeah, one. Huge. Big, no, big, like big. honestly, what are you expecting in this one, man? And what are yeah. you looking
3: for? You know, what I'm looking for is, I mean, if we're gonna we're gonna stay on the, we're gonna stay on brand and talk about the cornerback position, this is a great test for these guys. Yep. These are yeah. really good wide receivers that you know Juju's gonna line up there, James Washington's gonna line up there, Dante. you know Dante Moncrief, Deontay Johnson. They've got good receivers. This is good tests for them. This is good to see these guys up against better cornerbacks. Or better receivers. Let's see these guys do that. I want to see, you know, we talk about Darwin. Let's see what Darwin's up to. Let's see if me, Cole, both of them can take a step. Blake Bell? I want to see, see, see Blake, Blake Bell. Bell. Uh, I want to see the pass rush. I want to see the, you know, guys like Tano and guys like Breland Speaks. Let's see how they do this yeah. week. If they can, you know, make state, make claims for, you know, opportunities this season. Those are the kind of things I'm looking for. And just like Pat, just if Pat just puts a visor on and just wears it the rest of the preseason. Like I'm man, fine. This like, is what whatever. I've been
2: saying. Like I, 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 I quote tweeted one of your tweets a few days ago. Well, I was actually during the game, and and I said you, you were talking about the throw he had to Kelsey, which was it was beautiful. It was like, amazing. That was amazing. I mean, you couldn't have wrote that. He couldn't. He couldn't have ran and yeah, handed one it to him better. Good. But my point was this. <laughs> I, I feel, and I know this is unpopular. It was an unnecessary hit he took, man. He he got knocked to the ground, landed on his hands too. like. I'm just saying, like things like that make me so nervous because we've never had this before. You just got that saying two minutes ago for the first time in our fucking lives. So we can talk about a, a potential Super Bowl championship in Kansas City. Right. I we can't have that squandered, man. Right. Like even even if yes, he can take a hit here and there and stuff like that. The run, he was smart enough to come down. But the fact is, I don't feel like he should have ever been put in that position. I don't want him playing preseason football, man. What more does he need to prove? What rhythms do he have? He has training camp. He has practice. For real, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 He's still <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. The the jury's still out on him. <laughs> but, let's be, but I'm saying, Kent, like, yeah. why is he playing in preseason? I don't get it. It makes yeah, no sense. I no,
3: I and I think it's just a, it's a full of sock philosophical thing for Andy like I and like okay I get it you want him to get a few live hits you want him to feel the beat down of of a half of football just so he remembers what it feels like he's forced to recover a little bit the That's following awesome. exactly really, what I, was I mean I get that. it I don't know if I completely agree with it I mean but even Tom gets some run in the preseason you know like yeah. I, oh, I I'm okay with if 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 Pat wants to go out throw a tutty tomorrow and then just sit fine that's fine by me. He's he's hey, he's Pat throwing a lot there. of touchdowns in Pittsburgh already. Anyway, Pat was out there, <laughs> right? was out there trying to run some touchdowns. Yeah, there, that's
2: what I'm saying though. Like <laughs> I, I don't him, want that. I man. know.
3: And it's 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 just the nature. <laughs> of it. You that too. You, so, oh, yeah. you also can't play scared though. Like uh, right. And I'm saying play like,
2: smart. Play smart though.
3: Yeah. No. And it's there's a little bit of nerves. Like I was nervous the entire day. I think like, even before the game, I wasn't like nervous about the game or anything because it's preseason. I was nervous about Pat getting hurt. Right, and I'm going to be like that years, for the next now. three weeks. Yeah, like, right, right, right. That's. I what I'm mean, saying. just like, but, I'm, but I, I think there's there's some merit to getting hit a little bit, going through the process a little bit, embracing that process, playing without any fear. You got. I mean, it's it's a tough game. Like, right. And Plus, you're seeing things
1: different happen. faces and different corners out there, not the guys that you practice with on a yeah. daily basis. Getting out there and seeing guys do different things that you're not used to from different defenses, and you know, catching the rhythm.
3: I will, I think I'll, that helps too. I think there is one important thing here too. Is like. Andy Reid's noted for having very physical pra- practices and treating the preseason right. with some, you know, with some intensity. Yeah. But they also don't get hurt very often. Like I, I, I think over basically compared against the rest of the league, even though they have a more physical practice, they don't have a lot of those early season injuries the same way a lot of other teams do. Like they actually protect themselves a little bit better than some of those teams too. So yeah. maybe there's some value in some of the stuff they're doing. I don't know, but. I, could be good luck could be <laughs> put put and yeah, bubble wrap yes, if you want but
2: please, like please I,
3: keep I, I, I I get what you're yes. saying though, lock,
2: me. lock him in the locker room don't let him even get to the field
3: cool I don't want nobody game
2: stepping game on his today. foot
3: yeah nobody, I mean Yeah, you know. but, but that could happen in any regular <laughs> season game too bro.
2: I don't care like I'm just look he's our he's our prize possession we finally have our guy and he's the most special quarterback I've ever seen in my it's life one
3: line in to top line.
2: it all off what's up Ken what
3: I was thinking about this the other day it's like think about think about like how green this city is with this entire experience. Oh, yeah. right. We finally know what it's like to be nervous about our quarterback playing yeah. in the preseason.
1: Yeah. No, like even Alex, no. right? don't hurt Alex. But like, I mean, like, what think about it.
3: Like yeah. We don't know. Like, yeah. we're
0: not used to this.
1: No, that, that was
0: the last year we went to a couple games, and you can like, whenever Patty ran the ball, even yeah. if he ran for like two yards, I was, get out, get, get out, out. What are you doing? Get, get the you
2: fuck out, out of here, bed. Bed. Right. Right. go hell. The indie game, when he came up limping, bro, I literally about shit my pants. Oh, and it was yeah. like three degrees did. outside. Yeah. Everyone
3: did. They were just terrified. Because I'm mean, oh. like, oh, no, what?
2: <laughs> All of this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to get against the
1: Colts, of course. The yeah, like, funny thing is like, they, they probably even shit themselves, I'm pretty sure, too.
3: <laughs> they probably still would have won that game, too. Yeah, exactly. And then they would have just got their faces stomped in yeah. by New England They're at doing home bad. with Chad Henney. It would have been miserable. We're
2: going to actually keep it on uh, Patrick Mahomes when we get back, guys. We're going to talk about the inevitable. And what the inevitable is is that Patrick Mahomes contract that's coming. It's going to be a fat contract, and I'm just trying to get Chiefs fans prepared because I'm hearing some ideas that he might take himself a team-friendly deal, and I'm here to tell you to be prepared for the other side of that. So we'll get back to that after this. Casey Hemp Company, your most trusted CBD provider in Kansas City, shipping nationwide, ancient plant for a new age health. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Casey Hemp Co. Back at it again on the Spoken Podcast. I am your host Lance Twidwell here inside the KC Beard Co. Studios with my guys Eddie Ortiz, yo, yo, yo. Trevor Twidwell, and Kent a Swanson.
3: I love How the it? bumps you got, like the little yo yo yo. <laughs> I I I look forward to them. <laughs> I look forward to them. Do you mix yours up a little all bit? Time. He's like I he's steady. He's <laughs> steady. Same tone, exactly. steady
2: Eddie. Same, exactly. same tone, oh. same cadence, like same everything. For dude. all you know, it's a button. I <presser>. <I> <laughs> So we we left we left off right with we're talking about Patrick Mahomes, which I don't think Kent ever gets sick of talking no, about. Never. Uh, we share the same sentiment on that. Um, What's his
3: middle
2: name? LeVon. Patrick LeVon. You know what? Kent Mahomes. is Kent. Is, Kent to Patrick is what Shannon Sharp is to LeBron. Uh, <laughs> like 1984, December 31st, it's almost Akron, Ohio. morning LeBron. James. It might be a little unhealthy. It might be a scale.
1: Little... That's that's Kent. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's going to say, Pete! Yes? Sweeney! (laughs) Shout out Pete Sweeney. We love you guys over at Arrowhead Pride. Appreciate all the support. Thanks for letting us have Kent for a couple hours. Let's get to Patty. Let's let's talk some Patty Mahomes, guys, because although this season is focused on winning a title, that is the number one focus. That, quite frankly, is the only focus, especially for one Patrick Mahomes. But we have to also address the elephant in the room. And it's a potentially two hundred million dollar elephant in the room, maybe more. <laughs> um, I've been hearing because I listen to ra- radio all the time. I'm listening to podcasts. I listen to you guys' podcasts all the time. I listen to six ten sometimes eight ten every once in a while. But I listen to primarily local sports. I listen to you know, like I said, six ten. Those guys are always, I love BK and and C dot. Those guys are great at what they do. And um, I've been hearing a lot of fans call in and suggest the idea. And I get why, but I'm I'm. I'm not going to support it because I don't agree with it it at all, that that Patrick Mahomes, because he's such a team guy – and he's, you know, this great young kid, and you know he isn't from a broke family, and his dad made money in the major leagues, and like all these narratives uh, as to why he would do that. And he's so oh, he he knows that other guys need to get paid, so he's not going to take the max <laughs> amount of money. Right. Look, I, I get in Hollywood. DVDs. In Hollywood, that stuff makes sense. You know, like in a movie, like man, that that was right. a good movie. Let's go watch that again when it comes on DVD. But this is reality, mm-hmm. and I don't want to speak for one Patrick Mahomes. You could. But, but I'm going to go ahead and speak say for Patrick it, Mahomes. It was, hey, I'm going to it. say it, baby. I'm going to say, say it, it okay? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is going to make every dime, every penny that he possibly can and will make. Let's make that very clear. This guy is going to make over $200 million in his next contract because that's what the market will demand. Yeah. He is going to reset it. There is no one with any logical... Way of thinking that st- that would suggest that Patrick Mahomes is going to take a team friendly deal because what is a team friendly deal? We don't even know where that baseline would begin.
3: Brady, I
2: don't know. forty might
3: be team friendly for Pat. Exactly,
2: <laughs> that's my point. Like, if he, I mean, a, t- a team friendly deal would could be two hundred million dollars. <laughs> if he be- has if he has another MVP season and they win the Super <laughs> yeah. Bowl, yeah. the least they would give him well, is two hundred million dollars. would will
1: be willing to pay him that money. Every right. single is going to line
3: up for that. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Every single team would line it's up to no pay. Liner. Whatever so give amount. him a blank check. Yeah,
2: yeah you frankly. fill it out. You fill it out. And that's – got to give Steinberg, his his, his agent, yeah, Lee Steinberg, you got to give him all the credit in the world because they bet on themselves early on. Didn't take any endorsement deals his first year. Let him come out there, have an MVP season, one of the greatest seasons we've ever seen. Yep. And has put himself out there as the best quarterback in the NFL. Yes, it, ever start career. Like, there's a lot of guys that come out and try to do that type of thing and it doesn't pan out because they just weren't good enough. Right. He was that and more. So he bet on himself and he won out. And he's about to – get so – and, Kent, I'm going to let you touch on this. Trevor, Eddie, you guys can yep. touch on this as well. I'm going to give Kent the floor in a second. But I just wanted to address that real quick. Listen, Chiefs fans, I know that sounds awesome. That, that Patrick can come Chiefs out and say fans. he's going to make $20 million a year and it opens up the cap space for the next 10 seasons for the Chiefs. That sounds great. Pay it's not in. happening. The Chiefs are going to have to figure out how to build a winner around him over the next 10 to 15 years while he's getting paid. Everybody Kent,
3: everybody talks about Tom Brady. Like, oh, he's taking this team-friendly deal and all this <laughs> stuff. Okay, I Giselle. think so. Giselle. <laughs> thank you. Yes.
1: Thank That's you. Real right Giselle.
3: Now. Giselle. My I <laughs> mean, cash that, cash. and also, also the structure of the deal isn't at, it looks looks more team friendly than it actually is. How it's structured he's actually he's reeling in a bunch of cash.
1: That's a lot of money for a 40 plus year old man. Too.
3: Yeah. And like That's I being real. I mean, it's He's not going to take a team friendly deal. He's going to get paid $40 million a year mm-hmm. and he's going to be worth Every every penny. penny,
2: every single one.
3: I would pay that man. I'd pay that man. I, if if he said fifty, I'd still be like, all right. I mean, because like, look. I mean, is is ten million dollars in cash base? Yeah, that's great. Like, maybe that's you know, uh, like a like a Gerald McCoy type one yeah. year to help make your shirt right. Sure. right. Patrick Mahomes is worth more than a $30 million quarterback in Gerald McCoy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's not even close. Yeah. And, you know, Pat Pat setting the market's not a bad thing here because no, guess what? Anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, you talk about Dak Prescott. If the market is now $40 million for a starting quarterback and your quarterback is Patrick Mahomes and the other $40 million co- quarterback is, let's just call it Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I mean, it's not – I mean, what? <laughs> I, that's a win for your football team. Oh no doubt. The gap between Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins is Massive. astronomical. So yeah, yes. you bring up Tom
1: Brady. Imagine if Tom Brady had the year that Pat had in year one as a starter. Right. You'd be getting the bank too. So yes, yeah. it's, it's all about you're paying for the production. Yeah, it's and what it is. It, the way that simple as that.
3: The way the league's structured now, and and the way outside too. I mean, dude, I, it's it's fine. They're gonna be just fine. They're going to navigate this. They're preparing for it now. They Brett, have $25 Veach, million.
1: We're selling, dollars. we're selling old stadium seats. Brett, so. Brett,
2: Brett Veach talked about this multiple times. I remember um, uh, in training camp of 2017, I was doing a show with my guys Shane Williams and Clay Windler. Uh, we were outside of uh, a training camp after it finished. I think it was the first practice of the season. Brett Veach walks right by us after we wrap up show. And we talked to him. I mean, he, we stopped and talked you. to him. Dude, he, he literally told us. And, and I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. He said, I've been watching this kid for three years. And this was his rookie year, so he'd been watching him since he was a, uh, a freshman in yeah. and, and, and college. He knew who this kid was. They have been preparing, like and Veach has said it recently, they've been preparing for his inevitable monster contract that's coming because right. they knew what he was capable
3: they of. They believed in him. Yes. I always give Brett Veach, like a lot of people don't want to give Brett Veach credit for what happened with Mahomes. Here's my, re- here's my retort to that. Before Patrick Mahomes was the starting quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, he's played that one game against Denver. He went out and said Pat Mahomes was one of the best players he's seen ever. He didn't have he to. Yep. He said that before this entire season happened. He didn't have he to say that. He's, seen, right. he's one of the best or the best. He said yeah.
1: he's
3: the best. So Pat, <laughs> Brett Veach stuck his neck out yeah. there and showed his belief in that guy. They believe in him, and they are absolutely preparing for this. They have $25 million in cap space that they can carry over next year if yeah. – you know, if if they don't need to spend a ton of money. They're gonna carry over plenty of oh, the next dude. year's cap space. They're gonna have, you know, they, they probably got the Tyree Kilda deal to work out. We'll see on the Chris Jones ones. I'm not particularly confident. Don't, that don't
2: do that to me, Kent. We, don't
3: do that I to me. We can talk Breaking about that heart. later, but uh to break my heart like that, bro. Uh, but I mean they've got some big contracts to you know to address still, but they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be they're they're doing just okay. They're they they have got plenty of talent, they've got some key pieces on both sides of the football. People look at the price tag. Don't stress too much out because it's still a deal. I mean, it really is. It really is. It really is. This kid is transcendent. Yeah, he is the yeah. best quarterback. He people throw generational talent a lot. Generational talent around a lot. Right. Pat Mahomes is a generational He's a, talent. No He's the
1: best player in football.
3: If you gave look at the last ten drafts and do a read draft of the last ten drafts, Pat Mahomes is going one every single time. Like it's.
1: Every
3: I'm trying to think time. like Rodgers. Rodgers. Go back to six, five, 2005, five, two thousand six. Right. That's one. the last dude. That would probably be it'd be Pat and comparable, Aaron. yeah. I mean, it's you ridiculous. can't do
2: Andrew Luck because of all of his injuries. No, yeah, you, know, you can't. I mean, Luck would still be up there, but like, yeah. I just yeah. and maybe he gets into a situation where they protect him a little bit. Right. I don't know, but no one in the right mind is taking anybody over Patrick.
3: I Mons. mean, it's 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 Pat and Aaron, which yeah. is like he's already in that. He's already in
2: that. You have to go back 15 years He's just to get a guy. Right. And you can right. say I'm maybe. A and year, and Ron- 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 right. Ron that's a maybe. Way. Right. That's a maybe. Right. Knowing what we've seen from Patrick already because we didn't see this from Aaron Rodgers, he sat for three years. Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing yet. Exactly. We don't know what Aaron would have been at twenty-three years old. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, that's the point. Now Aaron Rodgers has become one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he learned a, a, yeah, and his arm best talent best. is some of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. But yeah. Patrick Mahomes, to me, is just as, just as, if not more, talented than Aaron Rodgers.
1: You a lot of them watching Aaron Rodgers. He's even said sure, that. Sure, absolutely. Yeah,
2: and Brett Favre it, and all this, they're similar. All the time. They're
1: yeah. similar the
2: dudes. dudes, are not. Like one guy's a sweet kid, the other one's an arrogant prick. But I love him. I love them both. I love them both. But as far well, as, as far as football player, i 100% right. agree yeah. but let, let me let me let me uh kind of go off on another thing but it has to do with patrick mahomes this is something that i don't feel has been getting talked about enough although the regression word has been used a lot i've been hearing a lot of pe- people also talk about this That's about could that potentially be the case a regression i don't really know what they mean when they say regression because I, are they talking statistically are they talking about his playability his iq right. you know the, the way he has his timing down like I'm going to look at it in a general sense, that they're saying his numbers are going to go down and he's going to struggle a little bit more because of the quote-unquote sophomore slump. I get this is not his sophomore season technically because he uh, this is year three, but it is his sophomore year as far as a player is concerned, a starter is concerned. So what I did this, this, uh, this week is I took four of the best, in my opinion, four of the best quarterbacks of the last 20 years that I would say either is comparable to Patrick Mahomes or just all-time greats. Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson. I looked at their sophomore seasons from the year they started to the next season, whether it was the first year they were in the league or not, and I looked at, obviously, Patrick Mahomes has better situations than all four of those guys did going into the career, so I'm going I'm to equate that. Mm-hmm. But looking at what he did as a, as a player and then looking at these guys, I looked, I looked at their numbers. Starting with Peyton Manning, this is his second season. 62% completion percentage, 4,100 yards, 26 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, and 91 rating. He was up 396 yards and down 13 interceptions from the year before. Mm. Aaron Rodgers, 65% completion percentage, 4,400 yards, 30 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, and with a 103 rating, up also exactly 396 yards, two more touchdowns, and down six interceptions from his rookie season. Brady. completion percentage, 3,700 yards, 28 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, and 86 rating, up 921 yards and 10 touchdowns from his rookie season. Russell Wilson, 64% completion percentage, 3,300 yards, 26 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, a 101 rating, up 239 yards, same amount of touchdowns and one fewer interception from the year before. The reason I'm bringing up these names and their numbers and their sophomore seasons the year after their, their initial start is the simple fact that I think that we sometimes as a society or, or as fans automatically assume because we've seen other guys struggle that another guy's going to struggle in that second right, season, the build-upon so, season. Right. But if you look at these other greats, which I think it's fair to say that right now as far as what we've seen from Patrick, he can be compared to these guys year in and year out right, right. now. Sure. So if these guys with lesser talent physically and surrounding – can have better seasons from the year before. Why can't I say that Patrick Mahomes is going to at least play the same that he did in his first season?
3: Yeah, I I, I don't think you're wrong in saying it. I, it kind of irritates me the whole regression conversation. It might be a small statistical regression, whatever. If you want to just boil it down to statistics, I don't care. Right. The game script is going to be different. How this team plays is going to be different. You know, you, I think we talk about this. All these all these touchdown matters, right? Like maybe he reduces a little bit statistically. I don't care. The kid, the kid is playing I, – I can already tell when I was out there at training camp, the kid is playing better than he was last year even. And it's absurd to think about. But this kid is not – he's not normal, for one. Right? <laughs> um, and he takes this entire process, and, and, and it, it's, a, it's a 12-month process for him every year. He's getting better. He's making improvements. Defenses, yes, are going to adjust and try to get stuff – You know, try to, try to fool him on stuff. Pat's gotten smarter too. And the funny thing about Pat is even though – Teams got him on things. I mean, the, we talked about the Patriots before the show. Like, you know, they got him on some stuff before the game. You know, he figured it out in half a game. Mahomes is always going to be able to lean on the rare physical talents that he has to try to get himself out of bad situations when he's wrong. But he's not going to be wrong as much. Or wrong. Yeah. I mean he's he's not going to be wrong as much as he as he was even last year. And uh, wrong sounds like a bad word, but he did get caught on some blitzes oh, and some sure. pressures and stuff a lot. Sure now he's going to take a step in that regard yes teams are going to be you know ha- have some more tape on him. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter this kid is just he's he's transcendent I don't care about all these statistical regression conversations if it's just statistical he's not going to slump the same way a guy like I don't know Marcus Mariota did or something right. he's not Marcus Mariota right. right right he is Patrick Levon Mahomes put some <laughs> respect on that man's name <laughs>
2: I don't, think he's, I don't think he's in Born all. September seventeenth, nineteen 1995. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That. Is that real?
3: <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Jesus.
2: I <laughs> thought okay. I had a problem.
1: <laughs> wow. This man has it's a bow problem. Down. Let's bow go. down. It's bow stopped. down. Bow down. Scale. Here's what you got, Drew. As long as he's in Andy Reid's system, there's no way. I, I think it's impossible that he regresses in a painfully obvious way. Yeah. I think I, – I don't see this kid throwing under 35 touchdowns in a season as long as he's in the system. Yes. And as long as he keeps progressing and learning, I I always see honestly, we and we have to be real with ourselves. We've seen we've watched this game for so long, and every once in a while there comes an anomaly player, mm-hmm. or or you know a guy that everyone expects to that can't be that good that long. You know, some people thought that way about Peyton Manning when he first came to the league. You know, was super hyped, was decent, was okay his first year didn't go that well. Everyone was like, oh, he might be a bust. Obviously, he wasn't. I think we got the I think. I think Patrick Mahomes is one of these guys is going to come in there and just take the league by storm and just carry on with it for the majority of his career. Um, like I said, as long as he's in Andy Reid's system, I don't see his numbers being mediocre in any way. I think he's going to have the yards and have the touchdowns. I think I'm expecting him to be better this year. Yeah, yeah. And, as, and as yeah. most people, are, everyone's focused on the regression. I'm focused on the progression. Yeah. I think he's going to tighten things up as far as his footwork. As far as his tightness on a spiral is stepping into his throws. Which we field, saw at training camp. Well, I mean, he, yeah. Like, he, he hit all these yards, right? 5,000 yeah. yards, and he missed on a ton of deep throws. Yeah. You know? And if, if he tightens up those deep throws and steps into those deep throws and starts connecting on those with Tyreek Hill, dude, it, it, we might see 6,000 freaking yards this year. That, that's a possibility.
3: The, you, you talk about that. If you, if you look at Mahomes' throws last year, there wasn't a ton of balls where he was going over the top and, and right. letting Tyreek Hill throw run under a pass like they were still throwing the ball downfield obviously but it was mostly like more balls that were driven in front of a safety or away from a safety but not like over the top or a
1: broken down play and
3: someone breaks over right it wasn't a set right ball. it wasn't those kind of true plays they look better on those things but like just in general like mahomes looks this is scary yeah. and i hate saying these things i say really it, do say, say it I say, do. It. say it he looks like he looks so confident and comfortable. And it it looks night and day, even different to what we saw right before he decided to go be the league MVP and throw for five thousand yards and fifty. If touchdowns, that doesn't
2: make your short shrink, I, I don't just, know what can. I just, like that's the ultimate blue pill right there, man. I'm telling
3: you, the, it, you can like when you're throwing balls with anticipation, that means you're throwing with confidence. That means you know what you're seeing, you know what the defense is doing, and you're able to just trust your abilities to deliver a ball. And he's throwing with more anticipation than we even saw last year. So like, there's just these there's these indicators there with. You know how he's delivering the football, when he's delivering the football, where he's delivering the football. You can't be that unless you you can't be doing those things unless you are just you, you're playing with this confidence and comfortability. Yeah. And, it, and
2: that's absurd. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, absurd. Just yeah, the uh,
1: weapons and the speed and, and the scheme that he's in. I just there's I can't I can't even fathom a regression.
2: Well, then, this yeah. is this is why I said before uh, the start of 2018 that Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion. He is walking into the greatest situation a quarterback has ever, yeah. ever, and Sports that includes absolutely. that includes yeah. Joe Montana, absolutely. That includes any other quarterback you want to throw out. I think he's walking in even even Brady. I'm going to go as far as say that oh, because of the weapons, absolutely. the system, yeah. the abilities around him that made it so much easier for him than any other quarterback I've ever seen. Yeah. So, and here and, and you just said it. I'm just going to say it in different words. Patrick Mahomes is going to get better like mm-hmm. up. he yes. he's still learning the game of football he wants to get better exactly that's not what matters. settling yes for, we see yeah. it we see it in his in his preparation even in his interviews the way that you he can talk to the media and you can tell that he his leadership they talked about this i heard uh, um i don't know who what, what player it was but it was a, uh, i think about it about anthony hitchens and a couple other guys travis kelsey i know said it talking about the leadership qualities that patrick Holmes is developing even things like it that, changes, like that, man. you can't put on paper, right? That he's adding to his repertoire. And there's a that, humility about it, too. Yes, It's not like, an arrogance.
3: Th- that's it's what's right. Happening. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's Baker, pulling
2: pranks. Baker's he's pulling style. pranks at the at the facilities mm-hmm. on guys that may not even make the team. Right. He's making these guys feel welcome. He's doing off uh, before the season's even starting. OTAs are even starting. He's out there training with the guys, like stuff like that. What, yeah. Go well, ahead. I, I was just say like people don't
3: realize, like, and I, I don't think we even quantify it completely yet. Patrick Mahomes, and maybe it's because he went to Texas Tech and they didn't care that much about his feet and they didn't really care much about his mechanics and all those kind of things because he was just out there slinging the ball right. at Texas Tech. But people don't realize Mahomes was like bred to do this. All the off-field stuff, all the intangibles, it's innate. It's innate. And, you know, he, he got to spend time watching Alex Rodriguez. and He, talk, he talks about, like, the Alex Rodriguez. People don't realize him working on the tee – Trying to get his swing right in before tours, the games even happen. Like, all these things, yeah. like those little things, seeing those things, seeing what it takes to be great, understanding how to interact with these professional athletes, these big egos, these, these people that are the best in the world at what they do, those little things mean yeah. so much more. If you're able to if he was able to elevate his, you know, his game to a level where people could trust him, like all those little things are gonna kick in. And he's obviously reached that point. Like the sky's lim- It's it's like don't put. a You're right. Don't put a limit on him. Right. Don't put a limit on what this dude is. I. We I we've seen
1: it once. We don't know what else. Is we should. <laughs> yeah. Like this I could
3: guess. just be the start. Yeah. Like it really could. You're you're absolutely right. It's it's terrifying and it's amazing and that's why you should pay him. Whatever he wants,
2: Absolutely. because it's never going to be enough. And it's just, never going to yeah, be I mean, enough. Cool. LeBron James is making thirty six and a half million dollars per year in the NBA, and that's not enough. I mean, it, you can only
1: expect that from the city and these fans to want to like, oh, I don't know, should we give them all this money? That's like, because we're, they don't we're know. Yeah, because like I've said the numerous times in this podcast, it's like a new relationship, and this girl is kind of out of our league, right? She's super hot, kind of, but she's, she's way infatuated <laughs> with us for some reason. Yeah, yeah, and it's organic, right? So. Yeah. Do what you Be do to thankful. Be thankful
2: out there, guys. Uh, I actually want to segue real quick, too, because we talked a little bit about Andy Reid and his system. and This is the this is the segment I'm really excited to talk about tonight. I mean, obviously, I'm excited about all of it, but this is one that I really wanted to, to, to address because this is becoming an actual conversation in Kansas City. A lot of people are looking at Andy Reid's age and the years that he's been in the NFL. This is going on, I think, his 21st season as a head coach. He's been in the league for over 30 years. He's had a lot of family issues. He's had a lot of things. He's in his sixties now. You know, he hasn't had the greatest of health. You know, there there are things that I I would consider legitimate concerns as to why people are starting to ask how long it's going to go as far as Andy Reid's tenure in Kansas City as the head coach. But here's the thing: everybody talks about how there's never been a coach that's won their first Super Bowl in the in their sixties, as as I correct, or yeah, in their sixties or in their twentieth season and beyond.
3: Hmm.
2: And I get that. But if you look at the circumstances that we're dealing with here in Kansas City, they're a lot different than any other. What I mean by that is this. Andy Reid has never once in his career, let me reiterate that, never once in his career has ever had an elite quarterback. Donovan McNabb was pretty damn close at one point. He was a really good quarterback, borderline Hall of Fame even. He was never a great quarterback. He was disrespecting a, oh. Kevin Cobb like that. <laughs> the, who he fleece <laughs> the Cardinals with, by the way. I think <laughs> He got like two second-round picks. He out McNabb was
1: never the guy to make his team.
2: McH- right. McNabb no, was a right. good quarterback. You're right. Alex Smith was a decent quarterback. Yeah. Never had a great quarterback. The only time he's ever had a great elite quarterback, what did he do? He went to the AFC Championship as one offsides away from being in the Super Bowl. He had to bring up the odds. I'm so sorry, but we had to do it. Was that? Yeah, <laughs> I had to. I had to. But here's the point. I get that Andy Reid is older. I get that he's long in the tooth. And I get that he's probably not going to be coaching another 20 years. That's obviously facts. But we have to... Look at the common sense factor and say that Patrick Mahomes has rejuvenated Andy Reid as a coach. Because you have to think that eventually you're going to get a little burnout. But when you have somebody, like you've been saying all night, Kent, is so transcendent and a generational quarterback... And Andy Reid knows that he has him in his grasp. And Kansas City, Clark Hunt, the Chiefs are not going to let Andy Reid go anywhere if he wants to stay right. there, as long as he can, because of how great he's been here in right. Kansas City. So, in my opinion, he's the greatest coach that's ever coached in Kansas City, and ever. You're right. Coach, ever. You're right. I don't think that he's going to retire. Let's say the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this season. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about he wants to ride off in the sunset. It's not happening. No. Andy Reid will be the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs for at least another three seasons, in that, my opinion. I, th- I think you're dead on. Go ahead. I, I think he's going to. I think he is
3: going to ride this pat wave as long as he
2: can physically and, to, and yes. mentally.
3: The, you kind of talk about, you know, I, he is more stimulated than he's ever been mm-hmm. because the limitations that he has don't exist. The limitations don't exist. Yeah, it right. almost sounds like a mean girl's quote, but. Um, <laughs>
2: I, I just you well. talking about me bring up d bring up Mean Girls. <laughs> We're not even here, man. All
1: right?
3: <laughs> what the fuck just happened?
1: <laughs>
3: uh, but like, I mean, just like look at look at Pat though. Like, look at what this guy is capable of doing. He's doing more than what any player he's ever been able to use, and he's got these vertical weapons where like more square yardage of the fields in play. And so you talk about the the you know vet Brett Beach talks about the you know the, the the cards the the stack of of Pat plays. Like I think he's just in there, just like I, he's got like a, a piece of his brain un, been unlocked because now he knows it's feasible to do some of the things that they can do with Mahomes. I think that drives him. I think if they win a ring, he's gonna get greedy because people don't understand this. People do. I, it, it seems like it, but it's it doesn't seem like it, but it's true. Andy Reid is an absolute savage. This dude, he plays this nice guy card, but he is a stone cold killer. And he wants this ring desperately. Yes. So if he gets that drug, and he cha- he's going to chase that feeling again. He's going to chase it for a while. I think. Yeah. And I think Pat's the guy that you know kind of helps give him that energy to continue to do this. That that killer mentality is going to show up if they win that ring. They're yeah, going to go they're going to chase another Andy, one.
2: And he doesn't strike me as a guy that is is in and out like one and done. Like he's not that. No. I, I I think it's not it's not going to quench his thirst. It's going to be one of those things like I like this. I'm right. fighting for this. I want another one because it isn't like he's getting Patrick Mahomes at 33, 34 years old be, like he is Alex Smith. 24. 24. He's getting he'll, yeah, he'll be 24 <laughs> in a couple in, in a month. And,
1: and, and plus, this on his resume, this being his guy, you know, bringing in his guy and it's his guy, and he's having success with him, and he's going to have the best years of his career with the guy that he handpicked is the ultimate way to go out, man. And it, like you said, we've never seen coaches 60 plus. Have success like that because they've never had this situation happen. Yeah, and, well, and it's just h- the way history's played out,
3: right? I mean, well, I just I can also wonder with with Andy, it's like, and just with older coaches in general, how many how many coaches actually get to go out on their own terms anyway? Right. Some of these guys might have wind up so
1: much control here.
3: In maybe they would have. Well, but maybe like you know, maybe some guys in their late sixties, you know, or mid sixties wanted to coach to their to their late sixties, or right. maybe some of these guys in their early sixties wanted to coach into their mid sixties, but they ran out of steam, they couldn't do it, and they got fired. Like, I think some guys, like, I, I do think some of these older coaches, they just don't get to go out on their own terms. But with Mahomes,
1: well, yeah. this
3: dude could get He's, to go out on his own terms
1: Andy, pretty easily. Andy Reid's Viagra, dude. Right. Yeah. Like, like, like,
2: <clears throat> would, it, would it really man. shock you guys if, we, if, we're, if we're 40 years down the road and Andy Reid's still the coach No, at 65 years old? No. It would not shock me it at all. I mean, I, I think, honestly, it would shock me more if we win the Super Bowl, the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year it would shock me more if he retired after the season, than coach another four seasons. Right. And that I, would shock me more.
3: I think if he's coaching four more years, the Chiefs have already won a ring. Yeah. I agree. I, I think that's I think that's the case. Like yeah. I maybe I two. I Did probably I two. Get it right. Give me them all. Give it might be, be three. It might be four. Do you, okay. rings,
0: do you think if he wins two
2: rings? Do you think if he wins two rings, he retires? Now, that's a different mm-hmm. conversation. That's a, I mean, it's a, that's a different so- co- Okay, here's my question, to you, Eddie. Before we go to break. Before we go to break. Right, so here's my question. Here's my question. If they went two back to back, yes. Yes, I think he would retire. I after could that. see that I could see that. I would entertain it more. If they win one and then they lose the next year and then they win, win, win. it again. Maybe Andy sticks around. You know what I mean? Because I think he's that got he sees pass that. Belichick. Yeah, I mean, too. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hey, I don't see Bell, I don't see <laughs> Belichick going anywhere anytime soon I either. Him. In my yeah, opinion. but his quarterback is. Right. I yes. don't
3: think he, I don't think him and Brian Hoyer make it making the AFC Championship game. <laughs> oh, God, God, God.
2: <laughs> you know the NFL is going to grace him with uh, you know one of these young quarterbacks. They're going to he's going yeah, to
3: yeah he's going to like reinvent football and they're going to start <laughs> figuring out how to run the V in the NFL. Like he's going like, to, hey, you know. They're going to they're, they're gonna reinvent something.
2: <laughs> We're going to take a break, guys. We're going to come back with something that I really wanted to talk about also. It's about our starting running back, Damian Williams. I think he's kind of losing popularity in Kansas City because of one Darwin Thompson. I want to get Kent's thoughts on the idea of what Damian Williams can and will do for this team this season and if Darwin Thompson's really going to be a factor this season. We'll get back to that after this.
0: Midcoast Modern is a Kent City focus on modern, handmade, and small brands. A resource for design-centric home goods, apparel, jewelry, artwork, and limited edition gifts. We support makers, artists from the Midcoast, and bring in goods from makers, artists around the U.S. to offer a unique selection.
2: Back at it again on The Spoken Podcast for segment number three. I'm your host, Lance Tweedwell. Inside the KC Beardco Studios with my guys, Eddie Ortiz, yo, yo, yo. Trevor what up, and the pride of Arrowhead Pride, <laughs> Kent Freaking Swanson. What's yo, yo, up,
3: guys? Yo, yo. I'm still at Eddie's. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo.
2: Boy, that, that kicking ball, bro. Super That kid can ball. Yo, yo, yo. The yo. first
0: time I did it, he was like, what the fuck was
2: that? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> What's up, bear buddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. That's why we keep him around, though. Yo, yo, yo. That's <laughs> that's all, like he doesn't now. have to say another thing for the rest of the show. Just yo, yo, yo. <laughs> that's all, that's, that's uh, the contribution we I need. That's all I get So paid what does Eddie for? bring to the show? Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What else do you I'm need from Eddie? Two, <laughs> Eddie, what's your take on this? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. 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 <laughs> good all point right. that's a good point really, really really that's a riveting take that is a riveting what was it's like i'm the Groot of the group eddie what was
3: your favorite toy as a child yo yo yo, yo. okay yeah. <laughs> me too me too man that's crazy
2: Dunkin' for life dude
1: <laughs>
3: <not up> <laughs> all
2: right we're gonna we promise we'll talk sports i, am- I promise Do we have to <laughs> no no we can just keep talking yo 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 <laughs> yo tv reps i am Groot. <laughs> <grew-ed. laughs> That's that's this shows
3: I am group. Yes, <laughs> yes. Can
2: I, be, can I be Star Thank Lord? You. I don't know if I have the hair for it. If Kent came on full time, he could be Star Lord. But hooked on a feeling. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So let's let's talk a little Damian Williams. I, I left it off there, guys. Um, there has been a lot of talk about the running back position. Um, I think even Jeff Darlington had come out the other day and talked about. I, I, I'm trying to respect what he was trying to say, but I, I didn't really. Agree with him. He said that the biggest area of need for the Chiefs is the running back position. I don't necessarily agree with him. I do believe they don't have the best situation going on in the NFL as far as running back is concerned, but I I don't look at the running back position and, and, and feel fear. I feel like the Chiefs have a really decent situation going on. I think Andy Reid has more than proven over the last. 15, 20 years that he can get really any running back to produce. I mean, my goodness. I mean, look, look at what Damian Williams was doing last season. Right. He was actually having a better pace than Kareem Hunt was having. Um, and that's actually what I wanted to bring up because I'm starting to hear fans almost like – it almost feels like a flavor of the month type of thing where Damian Williams came in, played really well, ended up becoming the highest-scoring player in Chiefs playoff history last season alone and I think, it just the Patriots game. Right. Um you know, everyone was so excited about him. Then Darwin Thompson pops in the Bengals game, and now all of a sudden, people are almost like trying to convince themselves that Darwin Thompson's actually the RB one. Mm-hmm. And Kent, I'm really hoping you came on the show tonight to help <laughs> correct that because just, just wait till Daryl runs for a hundred <laughs> next week or on Saturday. Like, Daryl, right? I mean, like, like, breaks one off. Yeah, no, yeah,
3: I mean you're. People, first off, like, running backs don't matter. <laughs> like, I just... Especially I, in this system. I just... I can't put myself... Like, if the Chiefs ever spend more than, like, a day three pick moving forward on a running back, like, right. why? <laughs> uh, Darwin Thompson's good. Darwin Thompson has, like, a ton of value to this group. Like, and, and he's a he's a, he's a a nice little piece. He's a good developmental prospect. He can have some productivity. He's not a guy you're going to lean on. And he's not RB1. He's not a bell cow in any this, sense. This isn't a dude that you want to lean on. This is... The most carries he has had in JUCO at Utah State is 183. He had 183 one year, 150 in one of his JUCO years, and then 153 at Utah State. He's a niche kind of player. Give him 100 touches. Nah, he don't even know if he's going to get 100 touches this right. year. People are freaking out about he all this. Really. He's going to he's going to get wrong. right. He's going to get a small little amount. He, he's going to be utilized in, in the correct ways, and he's going to get a few opportunities. He's going to be part of a committee. He's not some savior. He's not Jamal. I made a Jamal joke and people was funny hated enough. it. No,
2: you did get shit on. Oh my you, god, you got shit on so hard. People that hated was it. Their- well, obviously, it was people it. don't understand sarcasm. I, I, get it. I think some people got it. Some people did it. <laughs> well, I think uh, what was what was uh, Dirkness? I think he put a uh, Greg Wesley. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, he was like, like no the Greg Wesley right here. Like <laughs> yeah, like
3: Dirk. Yeah, Dirk threw that in. There. That was good. But like, I don't know, man. I i people shouldn't stress about the running back position and they shouldn't be crowning Darwin Thompson because he caught one angle route on a backup linebacker in week one of the preseason, some kind of saver.
2: And I don't think you're trying, and I don't, I know I'm not, but I don't want to speak for you, but I, I highly doubt you're trying to talk down what Darwin Thompson can. No, become. no. The point is where we currently stand. Damian Williams is the clear-cut RB one. Yeah, it's not even really He's that the close.
1: Typical type of running back that's perfect for this system. Yeah, like, he reminds me a lot of Brian Westbrook. Exactly, He's a similar guy. And he was he's a talented guy. I think people keep sleeping on his, his ability. Look yeah. what he did in the I mean, you yeah, talk about the playoff yes. game. Look We're what
2: he did in the, the playoff game. There, right? He would have had four touchdowns right. if Patrick right. doesn't I hit him, miss, miss him wide open on that barrel route. Right. Right. Why are we talking I'm about sorry. that play? play. You <laughs> realize they make <laughs> the, that play, they're no, probably in, in the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yes. The funny
0: thing he
1: didn't
3: even
0: notice that play until I put it out. And he was like, What do you mean? And then he saw the replay. and was like, "Oh, come well, that, on, that was Pat. my PTSD
2: kicking in because <laughs> yeah. of all the other heartbreaks that we've had." So I just try to ignore the bad. <laughs> we place. come by it honestly. Right? I, I, okay. Yes, you, yes, it's it's an organic thing oh, for us. But man. no. But th- th- here's the thing: uh, BK from uh, 610, uh, Brian, Brandon Kylie. I think that kid has got a super future. Man, I love him yeah. breaking down things. Super. He said he he broke it down on, on the show a few days ago. About Damian Williams and how you guys, how we need to relax and give this guy our the, trust and faith. They made it very clear, he man. he was on pace last season to have over 1,500 yards and 27 touchdowns, yes. total touchdowns. He's yeah.
1: the
3: prototypical guy. That,
2: guys, we haven't seen a, a running back have 25 touchdowns in how many years? been a while it it's been a while it's been a long time it's i'm telling it's lot. been a long time since we've seen because remember that <laughs> early 2000s to like 2008 yeah running backs were getting 25 touchdowns like Ladainian thomas i think in 20 2008 had 28 touchdowns Pretty sad so, a lot you know he had 27 like, yeah you know you know these guys 15 16 17 years ago right. that's the league
1: Now
2: they're part-time slot receivers. To see see Damien Williams have a pace of 27 touchdowns in a single season, that is absurdity. Mm -hmm. So why in the world would we even entertain the thought of giving anyone else those snaps and those touches? My
1: comp to Darwin Thompson is Tariq Cohen from the Bears. There you go. Same same body type, same damn near same size, both shifty and fast. Good contact balance. Both are good contact balance. For a smaller guy, they're both built. They're both fast and really good with the ball in their hands. And it – it's just gonna be like the Spencer when we had Spencer Ware and uh Dreckander Quest. Yeah, that, that balance there. I think Damien's gonna get more work than Spencer Ware did. But I think I honestly I think Damien is the true prototypical guy for this kind of for Andy Reid's offense. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna work out just fine.
3: Trevor, do you know who uh you know who the comp was for Darwin Thompson in the KC draft guide? Shameless plug? Darren Scroll.
1: Tariq Cohen. Oh. Okay. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, like
3: perfect. I, I think like I, people like first off, Brett Beach likes these two hundred and twenty pound running backs. Like, yeah. I mean, he's got the a wiry, type. Yeah. He, he's got these big thick he's got these big thick running backs. I mean, Carlos Hyde's the same kind of thing. But we'll
1: make the roster.
3: Yeah. He's gonna make the roster. Oh really? Think, think, oh really? I think I think so. Just so my think, gut tells me he's he, he's still making the roster.
2: So you're you're probably the guy that thinks they're going to carry four running backs. I think I they'll probably Tremont carry four. No shit. Okay. Smith. No, shoot. Tremont Smith. No, saying, shoot, Tremont Smith it <laughs>
1: He's gonna be our kick returner. You
2: don't want to get me
3: started on this.
1: I'm just saying he's gonna be our kick We're throwing a lot of kin at once.
2: Right?
3: I, 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 Smith. Uh, look, Trayvon Smith got Ooh. moved positions because he's terrible at football. Yes. He's a kick returner, and Dave Taub in a and move Dave of desperation, Taubes, right? in a political Dave Tobe is and that he wants and he's staying. Dave Tobe is pulling strings. That's what I'm, saying. I'm just telling he's you, got pump, he's got he's trying so he's giving he's giving Trayvon Smith a desperate attempt to try to make this roster. And if they put him on this football team for some like oh, Cody so instead happens, of someone man. like Cody Thompson,
2: so I'm going to lose I mean, no, my mind. Think, I think what Kent is trying to say is I'm we probably you know. shouldn't keep talking about Tremont. No, plan. it's okay. <laughs> but like you, yeah. uh,
1: bro. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. i I was early
3: joking about that. Carlos, Carlos Hyde's value is in his pass protection, and the number one job of the yeah. running back group should yeah. be protect Patrick Levon Mahomes. Yeah. yeah so, a few that can actually
2: do it. But here's my question. Yeah. If, if, if you're entertaining the thought of keeping Carlos Hyde for that reason, what is Anthony Sherman doing on the team? I
3: mean, Anthony Sherman's probably not going to be your H-back or your your H-position in on third and three in 11 personnel. I just don't, I don't think know. that's going to happen. I don't no, think – I've th- seen
2: him in those mixes. It's those predictable. It's it is predictable. predictable. My, my point is, is that, that that's kind of Anthony Sherman's entire – yeah, but purpose man, on this I mean, team is to give that player, extra, though, you know, the extra shed block. Anthony you know what I mean? Sherman, he's kind of tied in three.
3: He's kind of tied in three. He's kind of been tied I'm in three. Okay with that. And Dave Tobe, Uncle Dave Tobe's influence on this roster. If he has too much, I don't. I don't want to go out there, but Anthony <laughs> Sherman's on special teams has a ton of value. Oh, absolutely. And that's partially what he's here for. He's good. If you want to play steady. the two back set, let him protect. If you want to make him tight in three, I mean, he's. He's kind him. of tied in three. He's kind of got tied in three vibes to him. So, like, there's plenty of stuff that Sherman can do, uh, especially with Uncle Dave around. But I think
2: I you like know, how we've like brought him in the family, Uncle and Dave. Mean, know, I, like it's, he's it's, been around long ways, enough. It's he's like he's to, like invite to, him over for Thanksgiving in, and shit. You right. Know, like, <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> Uncle like, Dave it, coming.
3: I don't I I will see how I feel about Dave Tobe. I mean, Frank Zombo has been lingering. You know, he lingered last year and he got back on the roster in the middle of the season. And same with Sharkhandrick West because Dave Tobe likes his special teamers. Yeah. So if, you know, like Marcus Kemp, like he is a special teamer. He's not a receiver. He's yeah. wide receiver eight on this roster from a talent perspective. But he might make the roster because I, I can't
2: because wait, Dave. I can't wait when you for when you guys break down the the guys you have be, making the making the cut because I think I'm going to be real. Like we talked earlier about how there's going to be teams out there that cut cornerbacks because they're so deep in those positions. Right. The Chiefs are going to be one of those teams in certain positions. Wide receiver right. will be one of them. I, I do I do expect a running back to be cut, and I think a team's going to pick up whoever I can't that wait is.
1: Raymond gets- Smith returns a kick to win a
2: game. <laughs> <laughs> you know who we're calling first? <laughs> Kenton Swanson. They drafted.
3: <laughs> they drafted Rashad Fenton and Miko Hardman, and they both have returnability. And if freaking Uncle Dave gets to keep Tremont Smith around
1: again, don't do it. Again, don't do do it. Running back.
3: Like, oh, dude.
2: I cut. Now I'm kind of hoping that happens. Though, <laughs> I know. Honest, I'm kind of hoping it happens, Kent, so we uh, can just talk about it a little uh, bit, bit more. But, back on it.
1: Oh my <laughs> god.
2: So let's, let's move to another topic real quick, guys. It, it isn't necessarily just about the Chiefs, believe it or not. Um, it's going to be a league-wide kind of conversation. I was thinking about this today be, or this week because um, Dak Prescott has been rumored, and I say rumored because we don't know for certain if it's actually been his camp that suggested it or has asked for it. It's probably um, Jerry Jones. It's, <laughs> He's yeah. probably leaking it. Yes. But let's, just, but let's entertain the let's thought. Let's play here. the game. Let's say Dak Prescott really does is demanding that, at least in a bargaining strategy 40 million so he can work his way down to actually 30 million the, the the rumor is that Dak Prescott is asking for 40 million a year from the Dallas Cowboys so that got me thinking because obviously that's insane I don't think Dak is worth anything close to that at this current point of his career but I got to thinking like what quarterbacks in the league right now would I pay 40 million dollars a year to I know one <laughs> yeah, we can yeah, – I man. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be really tough to think about the one yeah, that we would take yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, I, right. but I thought about it. I was like, man, I really want to know like, if there is any other quarterback out there that I would pay $40 million a year to besides Patrick Mahomes. Because I think we all agree that we would do that. We've talked about in the in a couple segments ago. No doubt. Clearly would give him that money. Is there anybody else? Eddie, do you have anybody that you would give it to? Um, you can throw Aaron Rodgers up there, but the
0: age and the whole injury stuff, you just – I think you depend yeah. on the year. Yeah, like you depend
1: on like Centricion.
3: how old he's like yeah, he's to exactly. be 35 yeah. this year, yeah. 35. I still think I'd probably like it depends on how long the
1: contract is. Right? Right. I mean, Carson Wentz is one of those guys I think well, that I had the promise but he just
2: got Let me let me, say, let me set the precedent. It has to be at least a 2-year deal. Okay. It can't be a 1-year deal. It has to be a 2-year deal. I think
3: I'd still pay Aaron. Okay. I uh, I think I'd pay I think I'd pay Russ. I think I'd pay Russ, I'd pay Russ Wilson yeah. still cuz yep. he's still young enough. Shoot. Oh, yeah, for sure. Carson Wentz is probably close. Andrew Luck if he wasn't injured Left and right. I think I don't know if I pay. I think I pay Andrew look like thirty seven. If you didn't have, interest. so maybe I would just I was pay I thirty seven, you <laughs> know, like, I mean, it's like I mean, it just kind of depends on like I mean, asking us today it sounds a little bit crazy, but ask us in twenty twenty one, we're gonna be like, Shh. you know, Baker just got forty. You know, like I mean, it just kind of depends Sean on.
1: Watson becomes something and stay healthy. Uh, yeah, I think the intangibles.
3: I think uh, I think honestly, I think Baker has a chance to be a forty million dollar he's, guy. He's going. I think Sam Darnold, I was watching him. I, I think, like Sammy. He's got I like Sammy to be a $40 million dollar guy. I like Sammy. I don't know about Deshaun.
2: I, okay. We'll see. Trevor, who, who, do you, who do you have?
1: I mean, I, I, that's like I said, Carson Wentz. I think Baker can, it will definitely be that in the future. I think he's going to have a good year this year in the next couple of years, obviously. But um, if Jameis can get it together this year and we see something good out of him and something promising out of him, which we haven't, I don't think he's worth that yet. But I think he could be a guy that could, could break out this year in Arian's offense. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz is probably the guy if he can stay healthy. I think we've seen him play at an MVP level. Um, And Andrew Luck, if he can stay healthy. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is my guy, so I would have Aaron
2: Rodgers for sure. Yeah, well, I'm going to give you guys my list. I actually have more than a Definitely couple. Ooh, really? I actually have more than a couple. This might actually shock oh, you. I'm interested? Let's get the name we'll out of the way. Home. Patrick Mahomes is obviously on the board. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Patrick Mahomes yeah. born yeah. September 17, 1995. Thank you very much. Think
0: about it.
2: Let's let's debate it. Um, <laughs> I, I would I would absolutely pay Aaron Rodgers a two year eighty million dollar deal. They're at yeah. 35 years old. I he's going to play another two years for sure. Russell Wilson. Yes. There dude, he's oh, 30 he years old sure. just yeah. threw 35 touchdowns yeah. with who? Tyler Lockett? Like let's be honest Put some here. Some
3: respect dude. on Tyler Lockett's now. Yeah. I'm just yeah. kidding. A tier
2: 2 at best wide receiver. Wide after, a tier he 2 did. wide receiver at best who's yeah. what 5'10"? Yeah. Like fast as shit though. I'm just saying though that 35 touchdowns. That's yeah. and only yeah. I think only like eight nine interceptions, nine interceptions. I'm paying Russell Wilson all the monies. All the monies. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the other one that might surprise you. Matt Stafford And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. It's been nice, guys. I'll catch y'all later. Thank you for the hospitality. Maybe if
1: your boy Wachowski was here. Catch
3: you later. (laughs) I'm
1: not here for that, dude. Kids leaving. I know it's a hot. Lance. take. I know it's a hot take.
2: Hold, hear me out. It. Hear me out. Right. That's he's thirty. Me, hold on. He's Cam thirty-one man. years old. He's butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, he's, he's, I, he's I not try
3: to <laughs> disrespect <laughs> my guy. He's I don't even hate. I not even hate Matt Stafford.
2: But Lance, us is out here. Come on, bro. Listen, listen, listen. Outside. Listen outside of Aaron. Good. Listen, outside, outside of Aaron Rodgers, I can't. I almost fell out of my chair. More, it, I'll own it. I like. almost right, no no fell no more my beers, no, more no more beers. The, the Stafford my take has was, literally I changed my mind. balance. It, it, it melted two, two, his chair. Two beer limit for Kent now. Listen, listen. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes are the only guys I think in the league have a better arm than Matt Stafford. Okay. Matt Stafford has not missed a wow. game in eight seasons. Though. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. In eight seasons, Matt Stafford has not missed a single game. Matt Stafford has had some of the worst supporting casts in the NFL outside of Megatron. Well, it, but hold on. That's a on. big hold caveat. On. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Outside
1: of but
2: Mag, Megatron I mean outside of Julio. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Who, what is Matt Ryan Megatron. Megatron – hold on. Meg, Megatron has not played for what? Three seasons now, right? It's three seasons. Yeah. So, uh, in those three seasons – Matt Stafford's numbers have stayed consistent. He's averaging over 40, 40, 4,400 yards and 25 touchdowns. That is with who? Golden Tate? Theo Riddick? An offensive line that you can't name? A defense you can't name? This guy is putting up numbers consistently without any true top-tier talent. Matthew Stafford, to me, is one of the most underappreciated quarterbacks we have ever seen because his talent is so good. Yes, he makes his mistakes, but he has never been given the true chance to really, shine.
1: Is it really his talent, or is this the matter, the, the matter that he throws the ball at a league high almost every freaking year because he has but to? But that's, that's his the numbers point. Look he that's, throws like 25 interceptions. That's later. my point.
2: He's never been given the chance to be in a truly efficient yeah, he's quarterback. He's
1: inefficient, dude. Because
2: he has to be though. That's my point. He when you throw the ball, the when you day. throw the ball almost six hundred times a season. came a Matt
1: Ryan and he did. I'll take those two over at Matt Stafford.
2: That's fine, and that's and that's. I, is, I, I would give you that. Matt Ryan is actually he had almost five thousand yards last year. Or thirty thirty eight touchdowns. My point is this: Matt Stafford is young enough still that I would pay him comfortably. He'd only be thirty three when that contract's over. And again, you put him in a put him on the Chiefs right now. You're telling me he doesn't flirt with five thousand passing yards. I,
3: I'm not saying he doesn't, yeah. but I'm just also like I think there's <laughs> something to be said. I, he I don't know five five might be
2: give two. him Travis Kelsey, Tyree Hill, yeah, and Sammy Watkins. sure. No,
3: I, I, he's gonna be successful. Like I'm not saying he won't be successful, but
2: he would be Pat, he'd be Patrick Mahomes light. But let's do. He would give me. He would give me forty five hundred yards and thirty three touchdowns. Put him on the. What does he do on the Bucks right now? With Mike Evans and uh, yeah, what does he do on the Bucks right now? I'm very I, serious. He's going to clear four thousand yards. Yeah, he'll he'll have at least sixty percent completion average. percentage. A sixty percent completion percentage, and I'd give him twenty eight touchdowns, twenty nine touchdowns. Okay, that's not forty million dollars. I agree with that, but I'm saying if you if you actually give him a because t- I don't think the Bucks are a complete offense. Well, they got. I mean,
3: they don't have a running back, but right. running backs don't matter. And he's but never had a running back. They have. They have Chris Godwin, they have OJ Howard, and they have Mike Evans. That's a very good trio. Okay, with it's Bruce Arians? With and it bombs away coach. Okay,
2: with Bruce Arians, i clear 30 touchdowns then.
3: Okay. Because they're going to
2: throw a lot of football. That's still not $40 million. Though. You, still, you wouldn't give it to him? I don't think – look, I, even though Aaron Rodgers had 25 touchdowns last season? Yeah.
3: On one leg. Here's the thing. <laughs> I one freaking leg. I will meet you halfway <laughs> on – Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll meet you go halfway ahead. on some of this. Matt Stafford is not a bad quarterback – and yes, he has been put in a dumpster fire of a situation of an organization. They are not good. And he has not been he's not b- been given the opportunity to potentially elite. thrive. Right. However, Homie also misses a lot of easy completions. He's, not he's accurate. very erratic. Yeah. His his accuracy is inconsistent. The arm talent is very good. He can throw from a variety of platforms but that doesn't mean it's always landing where he wants it to. And I also – I don't trust him. I haven't – even though like – and if you have Megatron, you
2: should be making the playoffs.
1: And how great were they when they had Megatron? Not great. They did
2: make the playoffs, so kind they ran me. into the freaking Saints okay, though. One not, time. Uh, yeah, right. Same,
1: how is he not James Winston? They both have the intangibles. They both have great arms. They both are making plays. They both are very inaccurate. They both throw
2: a lot of picks. That's kind of a decent how does, comp. How, how
1: are they not the same person?
2: James Winston and Matt Stafford. Yeah. Well, besides the they fact that hold on, hold on. It's well, it's besides fact, Go ahead. well, besides the fact that James Winston is getting benched for, Le- for Ryan Fitzpatrick because James throws was almost, tw- but he throws almost twenty interceptions yeah. a season. Dude, how, many th- how many
1: picks is Stafford
2: throwing every year? But last, he only th- th- last year he only threw ten.
3: Here's here's the other thing about he Stafford
1: threw, though. He threw the least amount of his
3: career last year. Well. New, new twenty nine touchdowns. But the new version of Stafford is That's also not ball pushing ball. the ball down the field the exactly. same way he Used to. He's timid and he's scared and he's basically Alex Smithing a lot of things. Let
2: me ask you guys a question, real quick, because I don't want this whole thing to be about Matt Stafford. This is that was very like, fascinating. Right, okay, but you're, I did not expect that, you fun. gave
3: me thirty-two <laughs> guesses. I may not have
2: guessed Matthew Stafford. Well, let me get. Okay, let me ask you a question. Two years ago, Matt Stafford got his humongous contract that was worth one hundred thirty-five million dollars. Would you agree that Matt Stafford was worth that contract based upon his value to the Lions, what he brings to that team, his consistency, at least statistically? Can you
3: bring them six seven wins every year. Yeah.
2: Based on that, you're putting that on him. Based on the market, I he's would say yes. Okay. Well, he's making over thirty million a year right now. Yeah. So if I said, look. Matt Stafford goes on a better situation for a two-year deal for about $8 million more? That's ridiculous to think. But how
3: is the situation getting better with a forty million dollar quarterback? Right. You'd better off shipping. Well, okay. But here's the over. thing:
2: guaranteed money. We don't know how much that would be that would ed- equate it to that because forty million is the, is the top number. Yeah. Obviously, the guarantee would drop to like 26, 27. But aren't we talking like cap kind of, hit would be twenty something million? Are we kind of talking a flat rate? Or are we talking about a
3: fake? So is it a fake forty have, million kind of contract changing, for everybody? I will say, I will say, I'm kind of, I'm
2: kind of changing the, I'm switching field <laughs> goals here. Okay, forty million guaranteed. Let's just do that. Yeah, 40, forty guaranteed. I'm still giving Matt Stafford that money. Ooh. Not over hey, hold on. I'm not, I'm not putting it over Matt. I'm not putting it over Patrick Mahomes. I'm not giving it over Aaron Rodgers. I'm not giving it over Russell Wilson. I'm looking at his age and what he can do with bad teams, how he can still perform at a high level with bad teams. That's the part that people overlook. But is so he mean,
3: part of the solution? Has he been has he been providing solutions to that organization?
2: I don't think well let me ask you a question.
1: With, I, don't, I don't even dislike my right, 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 answer this the question. Where... I'll
2: answer the question. I'll answer the question. I'll answer the question. <laughs> with with a question. Would the Lions be averaging seven and a half wins a season without Matt Stafford?
3: Uh, No, but how many? I I think it's – yeah. Wouldn't
2: you you say that he's the majority of the reason for their wins?
3: I wouldn't say he's worth seven wins. Okay. I would say – I wouldn't say he's worth – I'd say he's worth three, four wins. Okay. I think Patrick Mahomes is worth seven, eight wins. I think Aaron Rodgers, when he's fully healthy, is worth – eight wins because i
2: look at matt stafford i look at matt stafford as, as the we're getting into war the, now no no I, I, right, yeah, like my trout talk now you know you <laughs> know but I, I look at matt stafford as like is is a poor man's version of patrick mahomes an incredible great arm mobile enough a big thick body he's what six 230 pounds he's a he's a you know a, a decent sized guy he does not have the ability to throw off different platforms. No, 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 no. I think I'm not saying he's Matthew. I'm not saying he's Patrick. He's got a great arm. I don't I mean, think it's he's so, so exactly. The,
3: the I don't th- I don't know what a poor man's version of Mahomes is, but like he's not creative enough. He's not consistent enough. And he misses easy throws and he doesn't throw the ball. He doesn't challenge the ball down the field sure. like he used to. So like ugh, that's a really hard. That's like that's a really hard stance it's for me. It's very to circumstantial. Say, this is a guy that like I don't dislike Matt. I, I don't dislike Matt Stafford. I really don't. I just – I can't envision him – I can't envision giving him top-of-the-market money. So I, I am, just can't I do am it.
2: clearly on an island here. I'm yes, on a Stafford
3: Island. And I, I, I'm changing what? my hold this L. <laughs> <laughs> we it. for
2: sure won't have the same one this week. Huh? We won't. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not hey, – I'll die on that island alone. I'll be like Tom Hanks and Castaway. I'll make Wilson and we'll just hang out. And I'll name him Stafford. How about that? But we agree on Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes, correct? No okay, no so doubt. I'll give you – we got three out of four. Let's just go that route. Okay, fair enough, guys. Um, we're going to take another break real quick. When we get back, we're going to continue the top ten list that we've been doing the last two weeks. We went quarterback, top running 10. back. This week, we doing wide receivers. So when we get back, we'll get to that after this. Commandeer is Kansas City's alternative apparel brand. They make unique Kansas City-themed clothing and accessories with a countercultural appeal. Find them online at commandeerbrand.com or follow them at Commandeer Brand on Instagram or Facebook. Visit Local Foundry in downtown Lee Summit, Eastern Jackson County's biggest selection of local made and inspired goods. They carry apparel, jewelry, prints, decor, and more. The store is also filled with various vintage finds. Come and see us on Market Street. I'll
3: sit back and let you guys give your takes. There you go. go. <laughs> and I'll just dunk on them. All right.
2: <laughs> back at it again on The Spoken Podcast. I am your host, Lance Twiddle, here for segment number four. Inside the KC Beard Co. studios with my guys, Eddie Ortiz, Trevor Twoodwell, and the pride of Arrowhead Pride, (laughs) Kent Swanson. (laughs) The hair that wears The son of
3: Ron Swanson. (laughs) I know what I'm about, son. (laughs) I love that show. I love the Ron Swanson references.
2: Oh, yeah. Parks and Rec is good. Office is better. Um, You're probably right.
3: There's a good take. You ever watch The Office? I love The Office. Okay, good man. Good man. I love The Office. I love Parks and Rec. Anything, uh, the good place, yeah. Oakland Nine Nine. Anything Michael Sure puts his hands on, go. like he's just—it's amazing. All
2: right, we, we can be friends again, Kent. Okay,
3: okay. Uh, <laughs> then just never talk about Matt First Stafford. Never again. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him my eighty million and never talk to you again. How about that? So we're gonna we're gonna go top ten wide receivers. Uh, we're gonna go across the the table. Um, Eddie, I'm gonna start with you, Kent. If you have any input, if you disagree, uh, okay. I promise you this, Kent. Matt Stafford won't be on my list. <laughs> Are you sure? I, he might. I might throw sure? him in. I might oh, throw him in because I've seen him catch one, a couple maybe. of footballs. But, Eddie, I'm going to let you go, man. You you showed me your list earlier because you didn't want to put Alvin Kamara at number seven again. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Al- can I just pick a winner? <laughs> would that be okay? There we go. There we go. Okay. okay. We'll do that. Eddie, give me your top ten
0: starting All from right. ten to one. Number ten, I'm going to have Adam Thielen. I think that's uh, how you pronounce his name yep, from the yep. Vikings. Last season he had a great – Great season. Mm-hmm. I believe he's only gonna make. Uh, he's only gonna make it better. He was undrafted in 2013, I believe. So that's my number ten
2: pick. Before we
1: get too far, sorry to interrupt you, Before we get too far into this, uh, how uh, I want to make this clear. How are we? Oh yeah, we're this doing this. This is the cream Hunt uh, rule. Dude, I, this is there's two <laughs> different ways to look at rankings. Are we ranking on our projections for what they're going to be this year, or are we ranking them on? What they are. And and Eddie, and I, Eddie and I talked about this. Eddie and I so, talked about worry, this. Don't I had that, this I, argument with Lance this morning. This
2: is simple. The it's very, very, very simple. simple. I'll say it in English. <laughs> I'll, say it in English. <laughs> I'll say it in English. It's based off talent mm-hmm. and expectation.
1: So our projections.
2: You can you you can go off projections. are. It's very expect. simple. It's just like any other ranking. So it's just like any other ranking. It's like <laughs> any other
0: ranking. There's different
1: ways to rank. I
2: don't know how else to say this. So, <laughs> talent and expectation. So go off of those.
0: Okay. Pretty much what they did last year gold. Gold.
2: what they're expected to yeah. do this yeah. year. Yeah. Let, let, let my man finish his damn list. <laughs> like
0: we started at ten and we stopped. Hold up. Let him
2: start. Come on, hunt rule. It's over.
0: All right, number nine, I have Keenan Allen from the Chargers. Obviously injury prone. I believe he's injury prone. I don't know if you guys will agree with
2: that. Well, he's, had, he's had ACL injuries and stuff like that. And and, uh, I don't, and, know, and I don't think, he's, think he's
1: injury prone. He's had some freaks. He's, he's also a last right, right now. So. and all that. So that's not an injury prone. That's a freak thing, dude.
2: Yeah.
1: I think he's a, he's a great player.
0: At number eight, I have Mike Evans. Uh, great, great wide receiver. Number seven, I have uh, the recently signed Michael Thomas.
2: Did you, uh, you, you give number eight? Yeah. Okay. Was, Mike who, Evans. Mike Evans, okay. Yeah.
0: Number seven, I have Michael Thomas uh, from the New Orleans Saints. Uh, number six, I have Jarvis
2: Landry ooh, from the Browns. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's Kent's boy.
3: Hey, <laughs> I'm not picking you, <laughs> He's He's the Matthew Stafford. Hey, which, which take receivers. was better,
2: my Matt Stafford one or his Jarvis Landry? <laughs> no, is
3: Jarvis Landry's still a better better take. Damn it. He's the Stafford <laughs> take. He's the Stafford of the
1: wide receivers. Yeah. So, damn it. Uh, uh, he said guy might be right. <laughs> shit. <laughs>
3: It's got a little potential. Absolute it's really math. nice to know that I suck Absolute at my job. Bro, Eddie, you might have a faster 40s. In all right.
0: <laughs> number five, Number five, I have Julio Jones from the Falcons. Uh, number four, I have Antonio Brown. Number three, I have Tyreek Hill. Number two, I have Odell. And number one, obviously, uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins from the Texas. I think he's just a better wide receiver than so,
1: Okay, so you didn't have AB on there at all? Antonio Brown? You said yeah, number, number, number four? Number four, yeah. Oh, okay, I got
2: you. I didn't hear you say. Yeah, that. I was dude. making sure. No, number four. Yeah, let's okay. get let's get a you know uh, yeah, Kent's analysis
3: on the list yeah, real quick, bro. Like Jarvis Landry, like <laughs> just did it for me. I stopped listening after <laughs> what Jarvis was Landry. It? But, what,
2: what did you call Matt Stafford cheeks? He's yeah, cheeks? he's he's cheeks too. Like <laughs> Jarvis, Jarvis, Jarvis Landry is like I just, the Matt Stafford of wide receivers. Yeah, no, it's not quite that. <laughs> it's guy, not quite that. that.
3: But it's it's close. Like I mean, I just like he's just <laughs> Jarvis Landry. He's like he's wide receiver like. Well, he was one of like yeah.
1: league leader in, in receptions. He just doesn't do anything. Exactly, it's
3: like yeah, it's like throwing the ball like and you know maybe being twenty sixth and you know and... yeah yeah twenty sixth <laughs> in yards per attempt it's like like Matthew Stafford was last year. Like, I, just,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just go ahead and give me the L already, dude. This is just like I just skip this. I get invited, you guys like, get the beer, and I just like come just in and out. dunk on Lance like. <laughs> No, I asked for that shit. I did a high take. You brought it on yourself. I did. Yeah, it's not like you said, like hey, Lance, give Matt Stafford 40 million. Do it. Do it. It didn't happen that way. So you well, gave him 80. You gave him two years. Yeah, you gave him two you years. You gave him two I and 40. Down. I doubled down. Trevor, what's your list, brother?
1: Mine's pretty, mine's pretty similar to, to Eddie's. Um,
2: Is Jarvis on it?
1: <laughs> no. You're already in first. <laughs> that's the one thing. That's, that's the one thing that's lacking there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My number number 10 spot goes to Keenan Allen. Um, A lot of these guys, I feel, are interchangeable, especially as the season progresses. Um, But my expectations, I think Keenan Allen's definitely a top 10 guy. having the solid there at the 10 spot. Number nine, I have Mike Evans, who I think is going to be a touchdown machine this year and is pretty much every damn year. Um, One of the best get-up-and-get-it kind of guys. Um, And then number eight, I have Adam Thielen. I think Adam Thielen's definitely – he's proven himself. I know he slumped towards the second half of the year last year, but he started off. As the best wide receiver in the league last year, That's week, what? that is the first. Hey, the, the first was he long, was good. He was balling. He was balling, was no he was balling. better statistically he was. than him right. in the first six weeks of the year last year. You're right. And you know, I mean, he's just and it's a good offense. So I think I think he'll regress a little bit this year. But I right now going into this year, I think Adam Thielen is very solid. Number seven, have Juju. I think Juju Smith Schuster is one of the, the the next up and coming tier guys. Especially if Big Ben sticks around for a couple more years to help him kind of you know translate into this league. The kid man is. He's just a baller, bro. He's he's got everything you want in a wide receiver. He's got the hands. He's got the speed. He's got the size. He's got the strength. You see that kid's legs. He's got big old legs. I think he's going to ball out this year with that offense. Uh, Number six, I got Michael Thomas, who, I mean, you don't have to say much about the guy. The guy's got probably the best catch radius in the league between Mm -hmm. him and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Between their best hands. I think they both combined dropped like three passes last year. Um, He's ridiculous uh, and a great offense as well. And then number five, I got Odell Beckham. Um, He could be – the guy could be number one uh, in the league, especially going into this year with Baker. Who knows what the, what the ceiling is with their, Um Odell solid and in number in top five there. Number four, I got Julio, who could also be number one. Uh, as far as the as far as yards go, I think he leads in the yards like every freaking year. He just doesn't get the touchdowns for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a scheme thing. And for whatever reason, that'll use him in the red zone. I love Julio Jones. He deals with injuries damn near every year. It's always like a foot issue or a toe issue, something like that. But I, the guy's ridiculous. Um, as far as talent goes, he might be the best in the league. Uh, number three, I got Tyreek, who also could be number one this year. Um, in this offense, they're saying – uh, you said – everyone said at camp he looks ridiculous. and then He does. He, he looks it's stupid. It's stupid, he looks, it's stupid, if he looks any better than he looked last year, he's oh. going to be the number one wide yep. receiver. Ken, I think you would agree he looks better. I, yeah. Think, yeah. He I, think, I think he, he takes the. Is. I think he takes the reins this year as the number one wide receiver. And I think he's, I think That's he's not crazy. Have, That's I, not crazy. I haven't – I mean, I know we haven't done projections yet, but I definitely have him 13-plus touchdowns this year. Um, nice. And number two, I have have A.B. I think A.B. could definitely be number one as well. A.B.'s – I just got to see what he's going to do in this offense, but I think he's going to be an absolute target hog this year. Yep. He's going to soak up so many targets with with Derek Carr. Um, The question is their chemistry, if they can um, actually get that going there. Uh, But A.B., number two, and number one, I have DeAndre Hopkins. I think he should be the unanimous number one wide receiver in this league as far as touchdowns, yards, never drops the ball, fights through injuries, has the biggest hands of all wide receivers I think I've ever seen. Um he has to have special gloves made for his hand, so that alone should be number one spot. I love DeAndre Hopkins. I love him in that offense, and him his chemistry of that offense is just amazing. The guy is unanimous number one, and that's my guy. So
2: very nice. I like that list, man. Yep. What do you what's your takeaways, Ken? I that's pretty solid.
3: I I want to see what Lance has got here. I'm very curious to see what Lance has got here. <laughs> Who's the Lions number one wide receiver. My guy, Golden Tate. No, is Golden Tate even there anymore? Oh, he's no, he's, uh, oh Kenny Galladay. He's got Kenny he's, Galladay. He's, Kenny Galladay's sneaky. He's coming up. Like so, that. actually, turns out Stafford's weapons are better than we even were thinking about earlier,
2: too, aren't they?
1: So, talk, my 80 million actually yeah, makes sense.
2: You know, he's got good weapons now. You know? Marvin Jones. Yeah, Marvin Jones. Well, Matt Stafford's Oh, fixed. yeah, huh. Maybe. Matt Boy, better than I thought. He's fixed. Hey. <laughs> he's got another prime coming. Second win. second win. gonna
3: have. He's gonna have Landry one, isn't he?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Top 1A, 1A. one A, one A, one one B is Matt Stafford.
3: I want to hear this list though. My, all
2: right, my number ten. I'm gonna give uh Matt Thielen some love. I, I've been kind of. I was back and forth with him and Matt. Keenan Allen. Uh, I think that Matt Thielen is the better route runner. I know that sounds crazy because Adam. Adam. I say what did I say. Matt said Matt. It's okay. had Matt Stafford <laughs> on your <the> mind. Matt Stafford. <laughs> Stafford on the mind, dude. I, I'm holding all kinds of L's tonight. This is bad.
1: I might have. I might have to hang up the. Head,
2: I might have to head up the, Hang up the headphones, man. This is bad. I love you, Matt Stafford. I'm just going to come out with it, but no, Matt. Or Adam Thielen is. Um, he he's kind of a surprising player, honestly, because I, I you look at him, you don't think he's much, and then the dude just goes out there and performs. Good baller, man. Um, he's I think. What do you crowd. have? One hundred, almost one hundred and twenty receptions. Yeah, absolutely both. The
3: guys he's legit.
2: Yeah, I, I, he's my number ten because I think it's just so hard to put him anywhere further up because these other guys are, I think, are just so much more talented. And I, I, I would feel, trust I them more.
1: Putting Michael Thomas at six, but I couldn't. Help yeah, him. yeah.
2: My number nine is Mike Evans. Um, he's one of those guys I think could be a top five receiver. The problem is that I think that he's a victim of circumstance where he has inconsistent quarterback play, absolutely. so his numbers are always going to kind of be yeah. you know, below the, no, the bar. He's go off at
1: Arian's
2: My number eight is actually a guy that I think is going to be a top five wide receiver at the end of the season. It's almost going to be like a no-duh situation as Juju. Yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster is going to absolutely ball this year. If Ben Roethlisberger is anywhere close to what he was last season, Juju is going to have 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. He's going to have a great season. Juju's going to – because he's also got other good young players around him yeah. too. I think James is better than people give him credit. Absolutely. I think they're going to have a good offense this year. Um, a this year. Then my number seven is Michael Thomas. I love Michael Thomas, but to me – and maybe I'm wrong, Kent, but I feel like he's more of a possessions receiver than an actual home run hitting type guy. And I like home run hitters more at wide receiver than Michael Thomas. He's To me, he's more of a, reception, a, a, a possession guy. Hmm. 10 to 15 yards, gets tackled, gets a lot of receptions. Gets a, that's that's why I saw Michael Thomas last year because Drew Brees wasn't hitting a lot of home runs late down the stretch. That's how he was getting Don't used. Don't give me a
3: start on Drew Brees. Yeah. I'll start dunking on him. That's oh.
1: the offense, dude. Because the like yeah. that offense set up. He doesn't do home runs. Yeah, plays. I know.
2: So maybe Michael Thomas could be that Trey guy. Trayvon
1: Smith was the guy getting the home run plays Yeah,
2: it, Yeah, it was weird. But my number six is actually OBJ. Um, OBJ could – you said it right, Trevor. I think he could be the best receiver in football. And he, I think at times he has wood, been. Wood the problem is, is he's always hurt. Yep. Even in his best season, which was his rookie year, he played 12 games. Like that's the problem with OBJ. When he plays, the dude is unstoppable. You cannot guard the man. He's just not always available.
1: He's
2: the best route runner in the league. He's insane. He's incredible. And if him and Baker can have a full season together, that team's making the playoffs. Like that's a great. That's a great connection. Uh, My number five, Julio Jones. This dude is a surefire Hall of Fame wide receiver in my opinion. He is one of the greatest talents I think we've ever seen at the position. Problem is like Trevor you said, he does not get enough touchdowns. Yeah. I think he it's first nice fall. That's I, I know I know the but this, he's the first wide receiver to ever have 1500 or more yards in a single season of less yeah, than like 5 touchdowns. Oh yeah, 60 and 3 touchdowns. Jeez. That's almost That's, impossible. That, yeah. Like how does that happen? Like it just, it's, it's crazy it's to it's me man. He doesn't um, target in the red zone. That's my number 4, I didn't really big. hear I don't know if I heard him on your guys' listener. I was Devonte Adams. He's good. Dude, here's, here's the reason it was why it's so
1: hard for me to put him on. Here's there. the reason why Before, Devontae
2: Adams in a lot of people's lists they have him at number one. Right, and there's the reason why he's the only receiver over the last two years to have double-digit touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, number, but one of those seasons he didn't have Aaron no, Rodgers for most of the season. I should have him over Mike Evans. So I have Devontae I Adams know. up there. I think he's. You should I think, have him over
3: Landry Eddie. Absolutely, <laughs> Devontae <laughs> Adams. No, no,
2: no, you're talking 13 touchdowns yeah, last, averaging. Right. I missed him on that one. He's averaging over 12 touchdowns a season the last three years. That's insanely great. Incredible year
1: he stays this year.
2: My number three. This is tough because I love him dearly. It's Tyreek Hill. I wanted to put him up above the other two guys, but I can't yet because he needs to have another all-pro season for me to do it. But Tyreek Hill is the most, in my opinion, the most deadly non-quarterback offensive weapon in the entire NFL. I think
3: the Chiefs think that too, by
2: the way. I think he's more deadly than Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley, Antonio Brown, any of these other guys. He is the most deadly weapon outside of any quarterback you can name. In the entire league, and dumb, I will fight anybody that says that. I'll even put him <laughs> over Matt Stafford. So um, <laughs> now this was tough. This was tough for me. The last two were tough for me because both these guys do things at such a high level. It's almost impossible to put one above the other. My number two is going to be DeAndre Hopkins. He is the best catching wide receiver in the NFL, and I don't think it's close. He has insane route capabilities. He has insane he footwork. He does not drop. What do you have? How many targets he have last year? He had one? They called it a drop? Yeah, I don't even know if it was a, a drop. It was a batted yeah, ball. It. it was a batted ball. Exactly. So he had no drops last year. No. This dude is Chris Carter reincarnate, dude. Yeah. It's unbelievable how great his he hands are. He has special
1: gloves made for his hands. He's so big.
2: He's <laughs> insane. Like, DeAndre, if you want to put him number one, I am not going to fight you. Yeah. I'm not going to fight you. But the guy I put at number one is the most consistent wide receiver I think I've ever seen in my life, and that's Antonio Brown. Yes, he's a Raider. I don't expect him to put up 124 re- receptions for 1,600 yards this year. I think Derek Carr is going to be the death of him. But if I'm <laughs> looking at what Antonio Brown is as an individual player, person. as an individual player, he has had the greatest six-year stretch in NFL history. Go look at his numbers over the last six seasons. Oh, yeah. Jerry Rice didn't do it. Right. This guy did. has done insane things. Man. And, his, his, yeah. and his talent. I mean, my God, how this dude fell so far in the draft is beyond me. It, it, maybe it was the trend of, of being a small, wide receiver. I don't know. But yeah. the fact is this guy is – since, what, year three, Antonio Brown has just taken off and has not looked back. Yeah. So Antonio Brown is still, to me, the number one receiver in the NFL. That is going to change. I do believe because, like I said, I don't think he's going to put up top-tier numbers like DeAndre Hopkins and Tyree Hill, I believe, will because of quarterback play. But Antonio Brown still, for me, takes the cake. I don't. What, what's your thoughts, Kent? I think you got the tenor.
3: I'm actually – as as much as I was dunking on you for Matt Stafford takes, I think you won. <laughs>
2: uh, Redemption. No I fuck think fuck all
3: him. of you are a little too low on Mike Thomas, though. Okay. I just – Mike yeah, Thomas – I
1: felt ugly putting Oh,
3: six. man. Where, I, would you, where would you put him on the list? I think from a consistency standpoint, I think you got to put him above Odell. Okay. Um. Yeah. I think – That's I fine. I just – I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I put him like in that four or five range. I think you can argue all five of those guys. Maybe you put him – I don't know. Julio's amazing. Situation, <laughs> like, situation plays a
1: big part for me too with Michael Thomas. I think he's. I mean, you put Odell in the situation that Michael Thomas has been put in. Put Odell in the beginning of his career in that Saints office with, with one of the greatest quarterbacks, <laughs> if not one of the goats we've ever seen.
3: I think the I think the argument big part, you, you the argument have, for like injuries and stuff like right. I think that matters and like Mike Thomas July has been Andy. consistent. He can line up in the slide, he can line up outside And you know, he's been consistently winning yeah. these situations. Like he's, he's their go-to guy on third down. Like everybody knows the ball's going in on third down. He's still out there converting. So like Mike, I'd probably put a little bit higher. I don't know what I might put it. A B is a tough one, Yeah. but like, I think, I think you got the right 10. I think you got the right 10. Yeah, Devontae okay. Adams, I whipped on, dude. Yeah, I, I think Devontae's is a good ad. I yeah. think that was a smart ad too. Yeah, because as as,
2: as as great as Aaron Rodgers is, and like how Aaron Rodgers elevates, like James Jones, any one time, one time led the league in touchdowns. Wide,
1: any number one wide receiver for that for Aaron Rodgers?
2: Is good. But Devontae Adams done it differently. Like I don't feel like he's he's, he's like only ever good ever. because of Aaron Rodgers. Does that makes sense. Like, no, you're right. Like James Jones was right. only good because of Aaron Rodgers. Like Dwayne Bowe, like he had a great season with Matt Castle. That's high praise. I think Devontae Freeman could be a guy that if he had an average quarterback, he could still put up numbers because he gets open so well. So that's why I have Devontae Adams in there. And if you would have put him at number two or number three, I can't really fight you because I think the top five guys are guys like Trevor, you said, they're very interchangeable. OBJ puts – if if OBJ goes all 16, he's going to have 1,400 yards and and 11 touchdowns. That's That's a big
3: if. That's a big if. That's 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 what I'm saying. So the
2: the guys I put above OBJ to me are – Either equal in talent or just more consistent with their numbers. That's right, why Tyreek takes up there. the
1: crown this year, though. And that's not me being biased. Too. I just think Tyreek is just—he's so with, with,
2: with to, Patty. To, to get this season with Patty, I can't disagree. So there. many, I dis- so it,
1: many it, chips on his shoulder. I mean, would it
2: honestly shock you guys if if if, if Tyree goes out there and has another or has a fifteen hundred yard season with thirteen touchdowns? No, it wouldn't shock no. me at all. Washington.
3: I think he had more. Did he have more than thirteen last year? Hit twelve. Twelve. Nah. nah. Dang
2: yeah. It. Oh, no, close. no, no. Wait. I think he had eleven, and and Travis had twelve. Because yeah. Travis led the Travis team in touchdown yeah, receptions, yeah, yeah. so they were like right well, next yeah, to each Travis other. One ups that too. Yeah, year. I think yes. t- Travis had 12, and I believe Tyreek had 11. If I'm not mistaken.
3: I'll be honest with you. I think Tyreek, reg- or I think uh, Travis, statistically regresses just mm-hmm. a little bit. Ooh, uh, I, mean, I just think from an opportunity. We're gonna have to have you
2: on the show before the season starts to hear that prediction. Just, just with like, a
3: small, like, a just, a, just a
2: smidge. Three weeks from now, we're having our prediction show, so I'm pretty stoked about Tyreek that, man. It's gonna be a. That's gonna be fun.
3: He had. Oh wait, no. Yeah, he had. He uh, thirteen with the rushing. Yeah, with the rushing. Okay, Sorry, so receiving
2: touchdowns he exactly had eleven. More,
1: yeah. more rushing ability, more rushing okay. opportunities from this year. I think he's gonna have more
2: rushing. Fair goals. enough. Fifteen
3: and thirteen would be almost what he did last year. Yeah, Dude, I think he could. I think he could, could be, be, be a little better. I think he could be a tick up. Yeah, I do. But, but, I think here's on, the thing. I think
2: on to if he, but if he gets, if, if we get a Sammy Watkins healthy player all season, that might take away from it a little bit too. Because Sammy had, Sammy had Sammy what 540 receiving yards in what? How many starts did he have? Nine. Yeah, but he
3: played nine. He started nine, but he really only played in eight because one of the games. And he was
2: right on pace. Now. He was on pace to flirt with a thousand yards last year. Sammy yeah. was. Well, he, he Sammy was it. bowling, dude. That good, championship dude. People game. don't
3: realize how this good Sammy.
2: Sammy's Sammy's top ten. Where was time Sammy? Is guys, <laughs> I had I had Sammy Watkins right under receivers. Matt Stafford on my top. Okay. Okay. That's That's where we'll leave that one. All right, guys. It's our favorite segment of the week. We have Kent back. I swear to you, if, he, if we get the same L this week, I'm going to flip the table and my shit. <laughs> I'm going to retire? This is going to be great. It's going to be bad. But what is the segment called, guys? Hold,
1: hold this,
2: this L. L! It's time to hold this L. I want you to do me a favor and hold this L! Somebody's got to hold that L. <laughs> him? it her? I'm talking like caps lock L L L L L L L L L L Cool Jason, hold that up.
1: <laughs> Good God, man! Hold this gigantic, <teasing gasps> veiny, oh, <my>. pulsating L. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. You ignorant bastard!
2: Oh, that was great. Oh, hold this Sorry. out Hold This L, brought to you by Casey Beard Co. Since 2014, Kansas City Beard Company has been providing you with beard and skincare products handcrafted with 100% organic ingredients. Ken Swanson likes it himself. I do. Got the beard going right now, I'm actually.
3: I, I, got some, uh, I got some beard butter in here. Yeah. Right it's been
2: that's, that's, that's what Chowski's favorite. Mm. It uh, it has the cabbage <laughs> scent. <laughs> so come on, man. <laughs> so visit Casey Beard Co. at CaseyBeardCo.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Casey Beard Co. Hold This L, guys. Eddie. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Who is holding the L this week? Uh, they played today,
0: uh, earlier today. I'm going to give it to FC Barcelona. Uh, Spain, obviously. The league in Spain started today with Barcelona playing against Athletic Bilbao. Uh, a mid-tier team, I guess you can say. And obviously, Messi didn't play for obvious reasons. Uh, they just... I. I don't know if he's heard. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that, but obviously he didn't play today and they lost. Uh, Obviously they spent so much money in the, in this transfer window and they brought in so many players and they're still trying to bring Neymar, but uh, I don't know what's going on with that, but they just can't do it. They're only, they're only getting worse by the years. They used to be this team that everybody looked up to and wanted to be and, they wanted to be Barcelona and now Barcelona it's, it's slowly slowly just getting worse as time progresses Messi obviously is not getting any younger getting older dealing with a lot more injuries so starting the season with the loss doesn't mean much because there's 38 games but th- this is only the beginning of, of I think a, a, a real downslope from from here on out so Barcelona for me is going to have to
2: Hold, Hold this hell. L. Man, you really made me feel sad. Yeah. Like, the way you were talking right now, it, just, it felt, felt like you lost your dog. Very defeatist.
3: <laughs> yeah. like it really it was 4% into like, the yeah. season. It was
2: like my dog Skip all over again. <laughs> got 38 I, I, more games left. I, I, like, I should, come on, bro. <laughs> Lighten up, now. damn it. Like, we're not talking about Matt Stafford here. Like, calm down. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right, Kent. Who do we got? Do really?
3: you sure you want me to go? I want to know. Are you sure?
2: Let's just get let's rip the let's Band-Aid off. With just, just rip That's the Band-Aid last off. Time, Remove it.
3: Sure, last time sorry. we did this, I took yours right before you <laughs> went.
2: <laughs> well, now you got two people, so we're good.
3: Okay. Uh, let's do it, Kent. We're going to find out here. So, as you guys know, the Chiefs have a vested interest in how the San Francisco 49ers are going to be performing this year. If the Chiefs... Uh, have a better record, and they're going to have a better record unless something happens to Patrick Mahomes. Knock on wood. I don't even want to say that. Uh, if the uh, if the Niners have a worse record, the Chiefs get to keep their second round pick and not the uh, and, and give the, the Chiefs second round pick, their second round yeah. pick to the Seattle Seahawks. So. I am actively rooting for San Francisco to be terrible this year. I'm dubbing them the San Francisco 33ers. Saw that. So they can be the 33rd pick in the draft and the Chiefs can pick 32nd and 33rd after winning the Super Bowl. It would be really, really fun for that to happen. Jimmy Garoppolo this week threw five straight interceptions (laughs) (laughs) in a a preseason or in a practice. Five attempts, five interceptions. Five straight interceptions. Everything is going wrong with the San Francisco 49ers, including Jimmy G apparently regressing. So, Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: Hold this, this L! We we didn't have the same one. This is incredible. That's really good. I'm glad. I'm glad Uh, it didn't happen. uh, uh, uh. I mean, the the universe is real. It's so (laughs) great. (laughs) It could could transfer. It could just be the person (laughs) right before it. Yeah, right, yeah. (laughs) Great. There's like a freaking (laughs) omen over here, man. What the hell? And I ruined the show. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the end of it.
1: my L is going to the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I think they're cursed, man. <laughs> I don't believe in curses, but if, any, may team make it gonna, if any team was going to make me believe outside of the Cubs from the prior, it's the Chargers, man. And they've had talented teams on both sides of the field, just yeah. like this year. But, I mean, look back at just the recent history. Hunter Henry, stud tight end coming in, was supposed to change the game, get Antonio Gates out of the door, get his old ass out. They can't get away with him can't get away from him because Hunter Henry was hurt the last couple of seasons. Can't stay on the field. Joey Bosa stud. Can't stay on the field. Last couple of seasons. Melvin Gordon wants to hold out. They're their number one weapon in the offense. Wants to hold out. Might not even play this year. Good for us. So I'm not, I'm not <laughs> worried about that too much, but I'm hoping he does. Keenan Allen is dealing with an ankle injury now. Supposedly it's not too serious, but, but he still, just had who,
2: surgery. Right. Yeah. Still,
1: who knows with that guy, he's becoming a glass, you know, a glass man. We'll see. And then now, to, or I think it was yesterday, it was announced or earlier today. Derwin James. Today. Yeah, their number one defensive player, their new young Phenom stud safety, who was going to be playing some corner for them, supposedly. Who's going to be their all around, kind of like our Tyron Matthew kind of guy, who I think is an absolute stud. He is. Yeah. Is going to miss, they're saying, several weeks. Yeah. But this could be a bigger issue than we think because it's a stress fracture in his foot.
2: And right? the bone, and, the yeah. bone that he broke, I guess, supposedly either never heals. Or it takes it's months and months to heal. There. Yeah, it's right. a stress
1: fracture. Any any time, the little the little cracks in your foot, in your foot bone. Yeah. Depending on the, how his body, because everybody's bodies are different. He, this could be a career issue he has to deal with the rest of his. It could turn. Let's hope a, not. A, much, it could turn no. into a bone spur. Yeah. It could turn into a lot of different things that you know, he, and then he could overcompensate on the other foot and develop another issue on the other foot because you tend to lean off of that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I I know that personally, I've dealt with similar issues with my knees, so I just know that this. I'm hoping the best for this kid because I love this kid. Yeah, absolutely. Right? But the fact that they have a an entire record history and just recent in the last decade of having good teams, but right as the season starts or something happens, right to where they're they're looking great and everyone's picking them as the as the darling, just like everyone was already picking them as the darling this year. July, right? it's just we call it July. We call it July now. Right, and I saw, I truly believe they overachieved last year. I think I, I I really do. I don't think they're that good, and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna regress even more this I, year. Yeah. I think they overachieved. I think they win nine games this year.
3: They um, were six and one in one score games last year. Right. And also, by the way, you forgot Russell Okung too. Right. They're right. starting right. left tackle. Yes. Like,
1: right. it's one of the best. one of the
2: best seen. left tackles in football. It's worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Exactly. So I'm gonna say yeah. That, here we go. Like hey. we can just go on all day. Who protects about this. the back of a but 38 this, year old quarterback? This one for right. them, I think, hurts the most with Derwin James. He's the backbone of that defense moving forward. And who knows if Joey Bose can even stay healthy. We haven't seen it yet. So if that, if that this could be a, a, a chain reaction of things. Right. Because we've seen this with them so so many times, so many times, a chain reaction. One thing goes wrong and then it crumbles. Yeah. So like I said, I think they're cursed. You know, I think there's something going on where they just cannot have a good thing going for them. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. So the uh, Los Angeles Chargers are going to have to go ahead and uh,
2: hold, hold this now. out. I think Philip Rivers just did something to like the football gods. Maybe they were like, "Dude, I swear." I to had God, too many kids. Yeah, I mean, if you I mean, have been, if you have a seventh you kid, you're done. That and that done. You <laughs> yeah, man, they might it, be at know. this point. Yeah, because they haven't. Been, they went to the AFC Championship in like '08. I want to say '09. Eight, dude, no, yeah, something, something like, like that, that. Something like that. Somewhere around that. Since then, I, they haven't won the division. Like, since then, you know, the it's, it's right
1: before the season starts, too. It's always like this, this crushing thing.
3: Yeah. Like, season hasn't like, even started, and they're already, you know, the ledgers already. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. It's like, Mars I feel stuff.
1: bad, but if, if they weren't my division, I feel worse. But, like, yeah. well,
2: you, you hate seeing star players like Derwin James right, not right, even get a that, chance too. to really shine. That sucks. The, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. whatever team he's on, it just sucks to see. But, Especially
1: uh, a that sucks, dude. that's a sucky thing
2: to do with. Man. We all love entertainment. You know, I'm a big movie guy, big you know TV show guy. We I think we all can agree to that. We all do that on a normal basis. And one of the most successful shows in a long time have been a show that gives us some real insight of what the NFL is all about and training camp and things of that nature. And um, it for a long time, this show did really well, man. I mean, I remember the Jets show. I remember like Antonio Cromartie couldn't name his kids, like fun stuff (laughs) like that. You know, it was a profound show that. It just killed. And HBO was just raking in the money because of it. So they thought, you know what? This year in Hard Knocks, we're going to have who else? The Oakland fucking Raiders with John Gruden. Yeah, I, I tell you what, man. I tell you what. John Gruden, Antonio Brown, Derek Carr, the characters are immense. You thought, we thought, everybody thought this was just ma- This was a marriage destined to be. Only it hasn't been. In <laughs> fact, it's been terrible. It's worse than Dennis Rodman's marriages. Let me just put it Whoa, like that. It's been that's bad. bad. It's oh, real bad. bad. Yeah, it's, just, it's like topofthedome.com. It's just probably listening. true, and it's a really good like poll. Like, it's a you. good guess. Thank you. I appreciate that, Kent. <laughs> the point is this. This season of Hard Knocks has been unbearable. Yeah. Derek, Super I didn't know I didn't know Derek Carr could be more of a D-bag dude, than he already was. I
1: don't think he's a D-bag, I just think he's like a tryhard.
2: Well, uh, okay. He's kind
3: of a tripod. He also, I, uh, i go
2: go 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 go, 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 go,
3: go, with <laughs> it. Go, go. I don't know if Derek Carr actually threw the ball seventy yards down the field to Antonio Brown, but that dude's just got like an image of his head of like <laughs> I, he's he might be a psychopath. He blocks Correct. everyone on Twitter because he's so soft. Yes. Anyways, please continue. Okay, sorry, my, well,
2: my I don't remember. I uh, forgive me for not remembering the rookie's uh, name that he talked to in the last episode, Jonathan but, Abram. Oh, oh, yes, well, Jonathan Abram. Okay, this kid played in what multiple national championships? If I'm not mistaken, and he played for Mississippi State. So no, no, he didn't. Okay, so. We're, okay, well in the neighborhood. Okay, anything. This kid it's has right. played at big levels. He's yeah, at, no, at, for at, sure. in the bright lights. Okay. He's a good player. He talks to Derek Carr and he asks him, Are you nervous? Was that and, him that said that? I don't, I don't remember what the rookie yeah, player no, was. The, the, whoever the rookie player was. Oh. He, it isn't Jonathan Abrams. It, it's somebody Renfrow. else. Sorry. The white kid. Yes, he, he's played in multiple national that's championships. That, that's Hunter Renfro. There we go. Yeah, there Princeton, we go. Okay, we cleared, we cleared it up. We cleared okay, it up. This kid has, you, has been proven, right? Yeah. So he's not nervous. Right. At least not at this point. Right. He asks Derek Carr that. Yeah. And Derek Carr literally just scoffs at this kid who's achieved more than Derek Carr ever did in college. And no disrespect to Derek Carr, who hasn't proven shit really in the NFL. <laughs>, laughs at this kid and says, I've been on bigger stages than this. What stages are we talking about exactly? A playoff game? Because you didn't play in the playoff three years ago. <laughs> I
1: douchey though?
2: I take it as douchey because of the fact it. that Derek Carr has not proven himself no, yet. But
1: I look at it from the other way around. that The fact that you have a rookie asking your starting quarterback if he's nervous about a scrimmage.
2: That should show you so the that lack of respect that people that have for Derek is, Carr. The
1: way I'm looking so <laughs> me looking at Derek Carr scoffing at it isn't douchey to me really. I think it's just funny the fact that like, there's a rookie asking his starting quarterback if he's nervous about a scrimmage. <laughs> there's a lot of different, the there's a lot of, of my, different
2: angles you can look like, at this from. The me? angle I looked at it was if this season. was Aaron Rodgers laughing at this rookie and like Scott, I'd be like, "Yeah, dude, what are you doing? You're asking Aaron Rodgers if he's nervous. This guy's but proven himself for 14 him, years." Would
1: not Aaron. Aaron Rodgers would not be asked that question. My
2: point is this: is that this entire show, like when when John Gruden says, "I'm in the I'm in the business of nightmares, man," I tell you, like when he was talking, I, I knew he planned that. Like he he'd written oh, that like a week yeah. ago. Like, Had to. You know, it's it, dude. I get it, but it's not it's, the same. It feels so like it feels so, like
1: feel mass- way, it, it feels this, so artificial.
2: It they, feels they got handed a perfectly good, amazing storyline, and they dropped yeah, that, the ball. Man, man, they, they dropped it. the yeah. ball it, it It's just been so, like I can't finish episodes. I've been trying, and it's like this sucks. Like it's straight up. <laughs> uh, like I was willing, dude. Great I, in the first I, I I will be more than happy if the Raiders can entertain me. I'll watch it. It don't matter <laughs> if it's the Raiders or not. It don't matter if it's the Broncos, church. It does year not matter. Was so good, it yeah. is so bad, yeah. Yeah. and you know Hard Knocks is pissed because it just is not what they wanted it to be, That's man. The HBO's
3: fault. I'm
1: digging into the Antonio
3: Brown. I kind of wonder if the, like HBO got blocked by some things. Yeah. Like Grun's like I can't, I can't dunk on Antonio on air, guys.
1: And you know you know what pain grew to come out and defend Antonio Brown I All right,
2: tell you. Dude, <laughs> I you tell know you what, man. They want to do you. That. I will give Gruden one though. That's the, 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 been playing nonstop on Twitter is when he's like, "I oh, want better fucking execution." That part was fucking hilarious. Dude. You hear me? I oh, want better fucking execution. He's, he's that fun part, to watch. I, I was care. dying, dude. Gruden when he fun to watch. Yeah, because okay, okay. if he if he, he literally was, if he quit coaching right now, every single network would be like, "Dude, we'll pay you fifty yeah, million dollars." Like, crazy come shit. to our network right now. Like ESPN would roll the red carpet be out like, all over be again. More like me, be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really a dick. I like, <laughs> "What are you talking?" Spider-wide about? Spider white banana like whatever that. The point is is that Hard Knox has lost its ass this season. Maybe, maybe not in revenue because classic. people are probably still watching, but it has been shit product. It has been low quality, just like the Raiders will be this year. And it just it's 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 just so disappointing because hard knocks is something I love. I have loved it for years. Yeah. So and, and it just it just too. it's just been one of those seasons where you're like, damn it, man. Like I gotta rough through this and yet, you know, till next season. That sucks. So Hard Knocks HBO, you guys do me a favor and just go ahead and hold, hold this. Out. OUT! thank you very much, yeah, that's, yeah. Mr. Swanson. I really appreciate you being here tonight, man. Uh, I know you got a busy life. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're wrapped up in Arrowhead Pride. You have your own family. For you to take your time out on a Friday night with us, bro, I cannot tell you how much that means to us. So let's oh, just give no. a round of I'll applause s- Mr. Swanson. Stop it. Yes, we're, we're doing amazing. it. We're doing we're it. Accept, doing it. Doing Accept it. Accept it. it. <laughs> Accept it. The pride of you Arrowhead pride. In any way. Guys, uh, I appreciate you
3: having me on. It's a blast. I love time. hanging out with y'all. Yeah, dude,
2: seriously. Sure. Let's do this again. Um, but yeah, think uh, follow Kent uh, at, uh, at Kent underscore Swanson on Twitter. At cabbage, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> cabbage Swanson, Cabbage Camel, yeah, Cabbage Camel. Come on, Wachowski. Shout out to Wachowski from 610 kit. Sports. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like I said, man, thanks for, so much yeah. for coming out, dropping the knowledge, exactly. being with us, man. It really means a lot, eating our pizza and drinking our beer. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. no, <laughs> yeah, you guys are welcome for that. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So in that, uh, for Eddie Ortiz, for Kent Swanson, for Trevor Twidwell, I am Lance Twiddle in the Casey Beardco Studios. Episode 25 is officially wrapped up here at the Spoken Podcast. Way a fifty.